Warning, it is the opinion of the Forestry Productions LLC and the Working Perspectives podcast that we should inform you that some of the language used in this recording could possibly be considered offensive. You have been warned, so if you decide to listen to the recording, then don't complain about the language. Hi, hello, how are you? Thanks for stopping by. Today we're going to talk to some real people about some real things, living real lives, doing real stuff. This is the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt LaBelle, accompanied today by Jalen Dub, Justin Richardson, the terrific Tom LaBelle, and our guest today is the one and only La Schmise, Liam Reese. You can find all our content and all our stuff on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can have us on Instagram at Working Perspectives Podcast, and you can join us on the Twitter and the Tiki Talk at Working Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workingperspectives at gmail.com. And please like and subscribe. So I stop having to ask you to like and subscribe. Jalen Job, you ready to get this thing started or what? I sure am. I'm excited. Love it. Love it. Tom, terrific. You ready to do this thing or what? I am excited to, uh, to get this going. Love it. Love it. All right. Well, uh, this is the Working Perspectives Podcast. Let's get this thing started. Let's go. It's our objective to be effective by voice in societies. Working perspective. Exploring your day and how you get paid. Launching a new episode every Tuesday. Your day can transform while we Let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you a little something about our guest today, La Chemise, Liam Reese. So this is something I think that happens in most like adult lives, right? I didn't run into Liam until I was like 15, 16 years old. We met when we were in high school, right? And I remember the first time I talked to him, I went up to him and was like, yo, you're friends with Brandon Hill, right? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, okay, we're going to be friends then. Right. And that's just kind of how it went. And uh, I'll tell you, man, it's, you know, we were pretty, like, I always really liked him in school. We really got along because he's funny. Right. And we like, you know, I liked hanging out with him. Really good dude. Just like an honest, smart, good dude. And then we, you know, like after, after high school, kind of, you know, we see each other now and then we try to hang out and stuff, which is cool. Every time we did. I'd run into him here and there, you know, just having fun doing things. But he is someone that would like pop in my mind every, you know, occasionally over the years when I didn't see him and be like, you know, where, what is this guy up to? You know what I mean? Like, where's this guy? I want to run into this guy. And I'll tell you this, and this, I've said this, and this is a hundred percent true. You can backdate it to Brandon Hill's first episode where I had said, I was like, I would love to get, when we were talking about getting people for guests to be on the show, 
is I told him, I was like, I would love to get Liam on the show. I fucking love that guy. He's a great dude. He's fucking funny. He's smart. He's a good guy. So I'm, you know, when, when I heard that he listened to the show and would be happy to come on the show, I was fucking tickled pink when he agreed to. He's now become a mainstay on the Weekend Poppin, which is available on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Work Perspectives Podcast, and it was every Friday at noon. And, dude, he's been killing it on there. He was great on the End of Roundtable Part 2, Back in the Habit. And I'm just super excited to get him here. We have a lot of stuff to go over, a lot of stuff to cover. So I'm going to cut to the quick. Lashmize, happy to have you here. Thanks for coming on. I'd just like to ask real quick, how do you like your Cheetos? Are they crunchy or are they puffed? Always crunchy. Always. Did you, do you remember uh, this? Might, this may have came up, but in Little Giants, remember they, they pull the cheese curls out of the kid's yep. helmet. No, yep. what like happened? Crunchy. They're like crunchy or puffed. And he's like puffed. He's like wimp. Yeah, exactly. Because he had he had puffed uh, cheese curls in his helmet. Uh, Wait, hold on one second. Time out. I might just had a realization. The Giants ended up winning. So yeah. who really was the wimp? You the know fun. what I mean? Dude, it was, it was uh, he was your neighborhood-friendly gas man, right? right but they won. They I beat mean, the Cowboys. He eats puffed. Oh, man, that's a score for puffed, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, now. and he and was beasting people in the movie, too. Yeah. So not, not such a win. What was, what was that's name? actually Louis a Lastic, good point. Right? Cheetah, weren't you supposed to have a bag of puffed? No, uh, there was all, uh, I had, like, there was, like, six he, in the bag, and I looked at my girlfriend, like, why is this in here? <laughs> they're all stale and all the shit. I was like, I'm not eating these. Yeah, that's when they're I mean, I like four of them, them downstairs. Let me tell you, this bag won't last very long because they're the best. Yeah. It's pretty good, especially when you get the flavored ones like the Jalapeno, Jalapeno Cheetos. Oh hell yeah, Jalapeno. pretty fucking good. Pretty I don't dislike crunched. I just if I had to pick, I'm a I'm a puff boy at heart. Well, I mean, you're a now, ball guy. Don't yeah. lie, you're a ball guy. <laughs> I'm a puffy ball guy. Sure. <laughs> well, you're also as we found Purple out, top. you're you're not alone. You're not alone. There's another One puff boy hitting the streets. Yep, go ahead. Your boy. Yeah, yeah, Mickey Bats is the only other person to say puff so far. <laughs> the only one. The one and only. And, you know, he probably is the last one. We really do have asked, to change the question. Uh, I asked ahead, my Dylan. girlfriend downstairs. She's a puff She's a puff girl. Oh, I surround myself heaven. with just, you know, just puff puffs. people. You're a puff. Yeah, you're a puff. The conglomerate of puff. That's what you Nobody are. Nobody challenges you, bro. Nobody challenges you. <laughs> <laughs> Living a puff for you. Well, mm-hmm. One time. One time, one time, <laughs> one time. So, yeah. Uh, well, then let's ask this question Who do you prefer, Liam, Biggie or Tupac? Uh, Biggie, Biggie, all the way. Jada, yeah. what did you say to that? Biggie, yeah. Same. All right, so we can't fucking ask that question because we both agree. Mm-hmm. Dang, everyone's gonna go Biggie, especially on the east coast. Oh, he's the fucking, but he's the best though. Honey, explain me close like butterfly toast. Enough said. What was the other question that we had? There was a third one. Is it about uh, Butterfingers? Oh, because I'm not a fan of Butterfingers, and while I enjoy them and I think they're good, they're not worth the the teeth stuckingness. I actually agree. I'm a grown that. man <laughs> picking peanut butter into my That's damn molars. Still. I'm like, I'm not eating this, yo. Fuck off, that do it, you fucking twats. <laughs> I've never, I've never said that Butterfingers are the best candy. Yes, right? you have. Yes, you I have not. I said they're a top ten candy. No, now it's ten. Oh my god. 
And guys, I said in we my were book, at the grocery store. Five. He had a full choice. He could have gotten any candy mm-hmm. bar he wanted. Any bag of candy. It was Halloween. Could have got the the he should have got a variety pack, right? He gets a whole bag of butterfingers. A whole bag of butterfingers. Yeah, that's madness. Don't yeah. you, you're telling me you've never had a craving for a butterfinger? Get a variety uh, pack with butterfingers in it. And other I, stuff. I do remember this. Uh, going There's always to, a candy in there you don't like. Yeah. Oh, dude. The the plain it's Hershey like bars a, can go suck a dick. They yeah, they'll put like they'll put like Hershey peanut or Hershey with almonds or some uh, shit. Oh, but you had go suck a chode in the party. It's better yeah. than Butterfinger. Yeah. You no, what is left. your actual favorite though? I don't. I mean, dude. Uh, Reese's Reese's cups are way up there. Yep, Reese's man. pieces. Fucking love Reese's pieces, dude. Skittles. I'm a gummies guy too. You know I, I mean? say Kit Kat is the Kit best. Kat. Candy, is that, but like, like is that period. the best chocolate one? Do we have to separate chocolate and gummy? Because yeah, like, kick, well, okay. Cause like light, because like life lifesaver, the lifesaver gummy combo gimmicks or Starburst jelly beans are yeah. fucking like yeah, no one's jelly beans. No one touches Starburst Incredible. jelly beans. No nerds one. rope is fucking oh. nerds rope is top tier. Did you get nerds the, rope the nerds, nerds, the nerds clusters? Oh, the nerds yeah, clusters. those are good too. Tom. Like, nerds clusters are bang. Uh, are good. But I was a big chewy spree guy for a while. Ooh, too. Those I those bang. Chewy spree. Yeah. Airheads are decent. Remember too. the uh, end cream hard candies? No. no, it was like berries and cream, strawberries and cream. Oh, like hard, I do like remember. Nice savers. They gave I like a, a caramel that. flavor too, or something. Yeah. Cream savers, they were called. Cream right. savers, cream saver. yeah, yes. they were pretty good. Yeah. I remember those. Cream savers. One of my friends growing up. Mom. <laughs> One of my friends growing up. Candy game. J Dub, remember, remember, Smitch's dad worked for Duke. Nestle, so he had like candy in his fucking garage. Something about cream and my mother. <laughs> cream savers. He said that was your mother's nickname. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I'm sorry, Justin. I don't. I've never even. I've never made fun of your mom or anything on this show, but I just. I can't say it about my mom, which is Tom's mom. And then Liam's mom was, I've never met her. I've never met your mom either, but Liam's the <laughs> guest and you're here every week. So I met, I met your mom, Lavelle. Well, <laughs> it was very right, interesting. We, we might have to, we might have to cut this story. She's an interesting lady. Are you allowed to say why you had that on you, Liam? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm cool with that story. So uh, me and Liam, we, we graduated high school and we'd seen each other on and off for a couple of years. And like, so one night I, or one day I, I was living in Maniunk at the time. And I remember when I would drive back from Maniunk, I wouldn't drive. I didn't drive for a long time. I didn't drive till I was like 25. And when I was driving one time, Jesse Alcaro would drive me around a lot. And we were driving, whenever we'd come back from Maniunk, we'd be like, yo, can we go through North Wales? I want to see if the guys are there. Right. And like, I would go by eighth and church, like by your house all the time. And sometimes you guys were on the corner and whatever. And, <laughs> doing your thing i remember like if we had like a roach or something we'd be like here if you want it whatever you know or just like we'd ha- you know just talk and see what you're doing but one of these mm-hmm. times like i i was like what are you doing you want to hang and you were like yeah but you were you were moving stuff at, like you were selling at the time mm-hmm. you were hustling and so you had a backpack and i remember I, I was like all right we'll just we'll go over my mom's we'll chill we'll like walk hang out and he and you had to go meet a friend toad mm-hmm. you had to meet him mm-hmm. and you met him at fourth street park at the basketball court and yeah. so you only took what you needed to go to the park and left the, the bag at my mom's house. Right. <laughs> so yep. we went and come and we come back and it smells like a skunk was at my mom's house. 
And I was like, Mom, I was like, did you? And she's like, yeah, I took a puff. Took a puff. I just grabbed it out of your bag. Took a puff. I was like, that's not my fucking bag, Mom. It was <laughs> Liam's. And she's like, oh, my gosh. Oh, no. And then she made us, like, some fucking food. And Liam's like, yeah, I don't care. Yeah, she made me, like, a banging, like, the best dinner yeah. and everything. And yeah. really, like, if your mom's cool enough that she, like, blazes, it's, like, kind of an honor that, like, <laughs> You know what I mean? That she like yeah. got from no, she, my bag. So. Yeah, she she liked you. She would she would bring up. Remember that guy? I took weed out of his bag. What was his <laughs> name? I was like, oh yeah, Lashmish. Yeah, but yeah. So then that nice was that boy. He was yeah. a nice boy. I liked him a lot. Yeah. He should come over more often and bring his bag. <laughs> yeah, I, I would like it if he brought his bag over more often. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, that was. Uh, Tell him that. there's more gabagool over here if he brings that back. <laughs> I forget what you. Oh. I and can't then, remember what we ate either. Dude, I do want to remember is a solid thing. Hide up shit. I do want to talk about this though, Liam, if you remember this. So we've told this story on the show before about Pete, where someone had made Pete mad outside of Mike's tavern in end of. And oh, God. you were me and Liam were front row seats for that fucking uh. thing. And we because it, and I was really I was like. Cause like we were all hanging out at the bar and Liam was there and like, we're hanging out, having a good time. And, and someone starts mouthing off to Pete. Right. And Pete's like, all right. And Pete's everyone knows nicest fucking guy in the world. If you're making Pete angry, then like something you're doing something. You're a dick. You're, you're a dick. Wrong. Yeah. There's no you're, way you're not. If he's pissed, you're doing something. Correct. Up. You're, you fu- you're the asshole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he took, so him and that guy that was pissing Pete off, they go outside and like I, I I wasn't even there like when they went out and someone grabbed me and they're like hey can you go out and break it up I was like yeah yeah, yeah. so I go out and I get in between them and then Liam walks out and he goes and he like he's there too like trying to referee the situation with me and I just remember him distinctly saying hey does anyone want to get fucking arrested tonight oh no then let's go fucking back in you know what I mean <laughs> but then the you know the polar bear got let out of the zoo and that was fucking that <laughs> bro do you remember Liam? Because I remember it was you and me, and I remember being like, "Dude, we fucking help me grab him because I can't get him mm-hmm. myself." Could you- I was like, "Sure, no problem, no, Pete, no, no problem for me, dude." Yeah. yeah, Pete, no big deal. But bro, yeah. and it was like I remember it took like I mean it was it was tough to get him off. <laughs> I was like, "I'll be naturally strength of ten to get him off." He's just naturally, dude. He's like he's one of those guys that's so naturally strong. Like he he can't he wouldn't go to the gym for like. Like, say if he missed, like, a couple months of the gym, he could walk back in day one, he's repping 225. No sweat. You know what I mean? Like, to be that naturally strong, like, get the fuck out of here. You know? So, all right. Well, yeah. So, that was uh, that. Was that. Um, Good yeah. times. Good yeah, times. <laughs> so, Lashmish, uh, thanks for coming on the show, man. How are you, brother? I'm great, man. Nice. Every day is a gift, right? Yeah, yeah. Tom, did you want to elaborate more on the Butterfinger story? Do you want me to? <laughs> I mean, I feel like you wanted to, and I cut you off. No, I'm good. We keep going. All I right. want to know more about Lesmish. So, yep. So let's get started. So let's start at the beginning then. Lesmise here was born in Virginia Beach, Virginia, Virginia, the capital mm-hmm. of the Confederate States, and then he moved from there and lived in in Far or Rockaway Park, Queens right yes. and you that. live there till uh 93 so you're maybe eight years old right yep. around that time and then that's when you left there and you came to north wales pa to eighth and church right. 
So That's you right. left all those those sane people in Queens to go live next to the the most rational <laughs> and calm and sane yep. family ever, the Romeos. <laughs> no, yep. But uh, so you were what's so you were in Queens though for a little while for I mean like mm-hmm. you kind of had a fit, like a life going there. What was the reason? So you're yes. the oldest of four, right? Yeah. So what was the reason for leaving uh, Queens? So Queens is actually that side of the family is my dad's side of the family all lives there. Okay. And they're awesome people. They're great people. Like, but my dad just like, uh, you know, just wasn't. So he, we started off in Virginia beach because he was stationed there for the Navy. Okay. So he's in the Navy and like, you know, like my parents met, they got married, everything. Uh And like shit was good as long as he was in the Navy. And then he got like uh he got like other than honorable discharge so he did something fucked up oh, nobody cool. really knows because nobody's got like a you know like a straight story from him or anything so then they came over to queens and we lived there for a little while and you know like he just kind of he, he was like a shithead you know what i mean like drank yeah. a lot fucking yeah. out partying and stuff all all the while he's like you know knocking my mom up every year and a half yeah you know and just like not slowing down at all like a like a dick you know so finally she's she's my mom's living there with four kids and he's spending he's spending all the money like that like as fast as he can make it he's out at the bar spending it and everything so she's like "Eh, fuck you you know what i mean like my mom lives yeah like my grandmother lived in north wales so she's pretty much like you know, you want to be an asshole? Fine. You know what I mean? Like me and the kids will go to Pennsylvania. And and, and your grandmother is your mom's mom, right? That's yes. who. Okay. Yep. And is your mom so you from lived with your or, grandmother? Yeah, I lived at. That's when we came to church in eighth. That was my grandmother's house. Yep. And so is you your like brothers and sisters, your mom and your grandmother? Yeah. And your that's mom's right. from here originally? Yes, that's oh. how she grew up. Oh, okay. All right. so dude i'll tell you this and my mom so me and tom are you know we're all we're both one of two of four but there's four of us also and our dad was away a lot too and Mm -hmm. my mom has like she's you know and i have kids now and so i have a kid and so does tom and my mom had four kids under the age of six at one point and she was and like kind of like alone at times and i could and she talked about the frustration and I can see it like I have one kid and like just one kid alone isn't easy. And I couldn't Dude, imagine. I couldn't even imagine. I four. couldn't imagine like four kids. I was. Yeah. So by the time she had my brother, I was six. So within yeah. six years, she had four kids. Yeah. Same deal. And then yeah. she has to come up here with Ugh. kids from ages two to eight, Ugh. you know, and then yeah. just like work that out on your own. So, yeah, she's that's a crazy. saint that's, in my opinion. You know, that's like yeah. exactly what we kind of did yeah yeah california yeah. same exact thing yeah yeah was, kind of a shame uh, that it's that calm right <laughs> well our dad our dad came with us he didn't he didn't stay. Oh, cool. he was there but he would he would yeah he would you know same age would, i'm saying yeah yeah but he wasn't there like you know he did he wasn't there because he was like working a lot and stuff and you know he was always traveling for work and things and then eventually he would leave but 
you know, at at the young ages, he was there. And then, but he also was like really sick and stuff too. He had a lot of issues. That part with the kids being that close in age, I think is kind of awesome though. Agreed. Because then you always have people to hang out with. Agreed. Super close, you know, yeah. like some people have siblings that are like way older than them or something yeah. that are like 10 plus years older than them. Like yeah. when you have siblings that are all within, you know, a year and a half, two years from each other, then you always have someone to hang out with. You yeah. Know? No. So you get older and you start fighting. <laughs> no it's cool I, at first <laughs> yeah i i dude i couldn't agree more and i said it before like to my wife i was like if i could afford it i'd have a ton of kids just because like our house and you guys are all there it was like a, a hotel where it's just like we always had a ton of people over and like everyone's always hanging out having a good time like we'd play cards all the time and stuff too and like you know just like everything was like we're just doing stuff you know and i kind mm -hmm. of like i do miss that and like like tom will tell you dude no matter what time you woke up at our house someone was always awake oh no God. matter <laughs> what time oh nice right like it was just like you dude like i remember getting up at like two in the morning going downstairs and like either you know tom would be there or fuck my dad's awake or whatever you know what i mean like so, and there was someone always there we had like relatives that would live with us and friends and things like that so i don't know man but i i agree with you like having a house like that where there's like a lot of action going on I know, like, mm -hmm. I, I do miss it, too. And I remember Alan, Alan Bach, friend of the show, former guest of the show, he, his brother is legit, like, I think, like, 12 or 13 years older than him, maybe even more. Mm -hmm. So he was kind of just in and out when we were, when we were kids, you know what I mean? Like, they're closer now, but, like, he just, like, we didn't really hang out with them, you know? Yeah. And I think Alan always liked the fact that, like, you know, there was always four of us, like, so close in age and would hang out and stuff like that, you know what I mean? So I mm -hmm. get what you're saying. But it could also be, it's fucking, dude, it could be tough. If you're a parent. Yeah, it's a gift a and a curse. Tough. You're never alone. You're never yeah. alone, but you're never fucking can be left alone. You know, yeah, like yeah. it's, yeah. it can, it can work both ways. Yeah. What, so, um, what ahead, was man. that like? So you move in with your grandmother, like how, how much of a relationship did you have your grand with your grandmother before you moved here? So we, we visited her like, uh, like in summers and everything, but obviously like, we became like so much closer when we moved in there and dude, she was strict, man. She, yeah. she fucking, she was held it down. Say, was that tough? Know? Like, would you feel like, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's different as a kid, but cause you maybe don't know any better, but like, I mm -hmm. feel like, uh, you know, you almost can't like be fully yourself in a house that, you know, you're living at your grandparents. Is there anything like that? I don't know. I'm just asking, you know? Yes. And no, you know what I mean? Like, you're a kid though, so you're always pushing your boundaries, seeing what yeah. what you can get away with, or at least I was yeah. seeing what the fuck I could get away with. Yeah, like she kept me in line, but unfortunately, like as I got a little bit older, she got lung cancer and passed away. Mm, and then, uh, like when they did the will and everything, like, uh, like my mom ended up with the house, or she had to buy off like the other three quarters from her other siblings or whatever. They worked it out basically her and her siblings worked it out so that like we would stay in that house yeah. after my grandmother passed yeah. and that's kind of when like that's kind of like when i started pushing limits like big time which is i will say it was like nothing against my mom she did everything she could that was that was just like all me but you know what i mean without like my grandma there like in the house all the time because she was retired you know 
so she would like hold it down like there would yeah. be rules and everything yeah. and when you have like a single mom and like she's working all the time and stuff and you're just yeah. like alone in the house Dude. that's like when i got away with more shit you know yeah did the same exact yeah. stuff we did the same exact stuff it's probably why you hung out you know maybe you and matt had a little bond you know because mm -hmm. as soon as our dad moved out what how old were you when your grandmother passed away uh so eight i moved here so she probably passed when i was 14 dude 14 yeah around same. 14 so 15. then yeah. our dad was at a house and then it was like dude you know, the, the law left with him whatever we did <laughs> yep. you know what i mean Fuck yeah. absolutely yeah my mom was Stop. fucking she was like she was working going to school and then also like she wanted a life like she would go hang out with our aunts and stuff and they would go do their thing and whatever and like she also was like the kids are older now and like just don't get in trouble which mm -hmm. fucking too bad that fucking happened but oh you know <laughs> i i'm i'm your mom probably was like she fucking needed that though like you know what i mean like she would have mm -hmm. she would be she would have lost it if you if you fucking four kids like that and i bet there was times that like you'd lose it it's just so much you know what were you gonna say yeah I, I can't I had, imagine yeah i had so we had five boys in a, one house and the one thanksgiving my mom was just sitting down she just started crying she's like i just want to buy someone a dress she's like all you animals talk about and she's just like <laughs> I, I hate it here you know what i mean yeah. like there's seven people in this house and six of them are men uh, is that why is that why i saw you wearing that you let her buy you that dress right? <laughs> she, she used to tell me when i got older she used to tell me she's like are you bringing anyone to thanksgiving and i'd be like no nah. and she'd be like bring anyone find them today and just bring a girl to thanksgiving <laughs> don't show up without a female <laughs> nice yeah yeah well shout out your mom it's the, chaos uh, yeah five <laughs> five boys you can get away with whatever you want classic cream saver the old cream saver so either way sorry justin i'll stop that um but uh let's keep it moving so you're living at he wanted you to have your own cream saver to bring to thanksgiving yeah so uh so Liam, you're living at Ethan Church. You're you're kind mm -hmm. of like going up there. When like what do you remember like who your first kind of friends were and like when you started yeah. hanging out with the crew? Like what's going on? So when I first got there when I was eight, I had uh Mrs. Miller for third grade in North Wales Elementary. And yeah. uh one of the days, one of the days when we were leaving, uh Travis, like Papa Skivit. Like as as we were leaving, Skibbity he just bop. like asked me, you know what I mean? He's just like, hey, uh, you know, like if you're if you want to, you come come back to our house. We have like a trampoline in the backyard and everything. And like, so I went down to his house, we jumped on the trampoline, and like he had like this uh, you know, what are the dogs that Lassie is? Border collie? Is that what yeah, border collie? Yeah. It had like a border collie that would like run underneath the trampoline and when you jumped it would like freak out and like it just we had like so much fun doing that and yeah. then like i went over his house once and then like he's like my best friend like since that point yeah you know yeah and then next i met mitchie was at the top of my street and then all right uh you know like through elementary school they were like my two best friends i had like all their friends oh brandon Brandon yeah. was in North Wales and he became like close with us. And, uh, but Eric moved over when we were in like sixth grade bark and yeah. Mitchie knew him. So then like, you know, 
than than like they were like all my best friends in uh like then, elementary school yeah. and everything and your crew and just then, started to grow yeah even though i lived on eighth and church between tommy and the zigglers i still wasn't friends with them for like a while bo and his bo and his family like the zigglers they didn't move there till like later like uh it was like tommy was across the street but he was like in a different grade so i didn't really know him yeah. that well yeah and then uh like one day we were out front and cabot and Bo's older brother Chaz was there and they're trying to get us all to like fight each other. They're just like <laughs> egging us on to like fight. Fucking they're trying to get, <laughs> yeah, they're like trying to get us to fight, but like we, nobody would like make the first move. You know what I mean? It was like yeah. Trumbauer brothers were there, Bo, Tommy, and then like me. And I think Mitchie was there too. Wait, peanut? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. He was peanut. Uh, Steven was peanut in our neighborhood. The John and Steven hung out in fourth street too. Oh, oh yeah. So they were there, and, like, at that point, I had already, like, heard John was, like, pretty tough, like, in the neighborhood and everything. Yeah. So, like, as they're trying to, like, egg us on to fight and everything, we're just like, yeah, like, I'm not going to fight him for no reason, but, you know, like, I'll defend myself, blah, blah, blah. And everybody's kind of, like, saying the same thing. And then Cabot and Chaz are like, oh, these guys are f they're pussies, you know what I mean? And then they leave. Yeah. And I just remember thinking, like, fucking thank god man i didn't want to fucking fight those guys yeah yeah Dude, then like how many times uh, like, i remember being in high school and people would go like oh there's gonna be a fight and you uh -huh. would go and there's these two kids and everyone's there and they clearly did not want to fight and yeah it was like the fight they were like like at that point like they got an argument in school they mm -hmm. leave and now it's like oh they're gonna fight at this time and it wasn't like they you know they want nothing everyone's to do like with it. go fight fight you know like do it you know and yeah it's a shame i've seen it a couple times it sucks yeah, yeah. so luckily yeah. they were they were cool and then like nothing happened and then like the next time the next day or a couple days later or whatever i went out and they were like sitting out there again like Bo and a couple of them were like standing out there just like waiting and like what and then they like came up and i was like oh fuck man is this like is this going to be like an everyday thing? You know what I mean? Like every time I see these guys and they're like, Hey, do you like, do you guys blaze? Do you smoke trees? You, you know what I, mean? <laughs> I was like, yeah. we were like, yeah, I, I was like, yeah, yeah, I do. And then they like brought us to this like tree, this like huge evergreen tree that they like drug a fucking, like a couch underneath. They had like this setup inside this evergreen tree and it's like right on the corner in someone else's fucking property. <laughs> You know, so we like go in there and blaze with them, and then the rest is his. Is that know? is that the spot? That no, oh, that was okay. like another thing across from Tommy's house. They had a fucking setup. You know how tree? You know how like a, in a the tall, neighbor's yard that they like a yes. tall a tall evergreen. The the branches will hang down yeah. like almost yeah. to the ground. So you yeah, kind of like dip underneath. So yeah, once you're yeah. underneath, you're kind of like mildly shielded like you know that like anybody who walked by was like why are there five kids in there getting high in a and tree yeah, why, is why is all the smoke coming from this tree <laughs> yeah i can't imagine what it, yeah i can't imagine what it looked like like middle of the day <laughs> and you see a bunch of fucking idiot kids like stumble out from the tree like you know what i mean like eyes barely open cheese and like yeah. from that fucking so stupid dude you guys were literally <laughs> smoking trees yeah literally. <laughs> literally nice so all right and that yeah and then that was kind of how your relation like that i think that was eventually because like from what i remember at least and i think you guys would agree 
like there was like i guess different factions in the end of community but eventually you guys would all just become one big crew you know what i mean and it was kind of we had the kind of same thing in fourth street where it was like you know there's older kids younger kids but eventually we'd all assimilate in like one big crew you know and that's just kind of like you know but that's kind of was and dude i mean i don't know there was yeah the there was drugs and fun and stuff too but i think yeah. athletics was even more important you that's know, like very true playing football, games football would come out. yeah oh, absolutely football dude but then also like capture the flag manhunt we had like manhunt, woods absolutely. by us that we played capture the flag at that was incredible you know like and it was just dude it was just an awesome like fun time you know what i mean oh like, yeah fucking you know, once you once that like crew was established and shit was going down and playing football all the time and baseball and wiffle ball and whatever, it was just mm-hmm. dude, it was the best, man. Those were them's were the days. Oh yeah. But, nice. So okay, so you're hanging out there, you're doing your thing, mm-hmm. and that's kind of like middle schoolish, and then you would eventually go to high school, and mm-hmm. your life would change forever uh, when you met me, and then through that, yeah, first impressions of Matt Lavelle go. Do you, do you, was i was i right yeah 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 hold on he told his bullshit story earlier oh yo we're gonna be friends <laughs> what really happened now? that's i thought that was right right yeah what were we did we have jim together first we had jim and we had uh uh, uh what was the one with the aquano the it was like a oh yeah we had, that dude was we the had, man we had yeah. i love the aquano. that's right no that was the class yeah that we used to Chemistry. fuck off all the time and like well I, I remember i think wasn't cabot in our gym class too uh i think he was he might yeah have been. so i i just remember like all the like wrestlers that i was friends with knew him and were cool with him so i i that is he he pretty much told it the right way like i knew him through like i i had we had like the same friends and everything so i was like oh he must be cool but when we had the chemcom class that's when like you're right Lavelle. that's when we like really became friends because yeah. that guy was fucking cool and let us just yeah. like the aquatic around the whole yeah. class he was the man yeah. i remember yeah, he that was guy. great yeah i remember he used, one- to, he used to hang with boys to men i think he went to school with boys to men what really yeah, yeah. the aquano he's yeah. a white guy well i thought he was like he's italian he like- yeah he's okay. italian dude so, are you thinking of the right, right guy I'm thinking of the right guy. He had like okay. black, kind of like slick back hair. Yeah. I'm saying glasses. He always wore a turtleneck. Yeah. Yeah. He, dude, he, I remember he was one... cool. He was cool. He was like, I forget where he was. He was like almost like before the hallway to get to like, what was a three story? Uh, K Pod. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So he was like, yeah. Down there, right? Yeah. I, I mean, when I had him, he was in, in the, in the chemistry lab. So I don't know. But I think K Pod. But either way, he, uh, I do remember this is that I remember talking to him like, dude, you can make a ton of drugs with all the stuff you have here. <laughs> yeah. And you know what he said to me? He's like, yeah, I know. You want to help me? And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, is this real? Is this real? But I was like, I think maybe he's fucking, you know, breaking bad. That guy. What do you think? You know, I don't know. But uh, no, nah, he was cool. But that was when, like, dude, we would seriously just like, I think he liked this though. Cause he knew we were fucking funny right like mm-hmm. that class was just legit like there was like a lot of jokesters in that class and we were just fucking remember toby yeah <laughs> that wasn't his name i don't that know i don't know name. what his name is fucking he Tobes. moved from like yeah King he moved Russia. from like lower marion or some Why'd shit nobody toby? knew who it was so we just so he, he just became toby his name, i don't know his, who his, him fir- toby. his first day <laughs> his first day someone said something 
And I was, and I think I forget who said. I was like, his name's fucking Toby. Uh, no, I think I said because it was the Kutakente. Oh my god! I was like, your name is Toby. Yeah, that is that was it. <laughs> he was. Thank God, though, he, he was a white dude. Though. He was white. He was white. He was white. That's, yeah. Fuck is that? That joke would, would not be that funny. <laughs> yeah. But it was. Yeah. You it gotta was. Be careful with that joke. Your name is mm-hmm. Toby. No, it was fucking hilarious. But uh, no, that was. Uh, yeah, that was a funny. There was a bunch of fucking idiots in that one. Willis was in that mm-hmm. class with us. Yeah, he was. Yep. You know Willis. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, he's he skipped a fuck. fifty-two days of. Uh, well, he was in. 12th grade i was in 11th just to go home to his parents house and play nca football and get high and like he ended up failing out and i ended up like mr williams was like if you miss one more day you have to repeat the grade i was like all right i'll come back but i really miss playing <laughs> nca football <laughs> he was uh yeah didn't well he got his gd though yeah he got his gd like he they basically told him like if you miss another day you're also gonna have to like he was in 12th grade and like the next day, he was like, "Nah, I didn't feel like going in. I'm just gonna get my GED." I was like, yes. <laughs> "Yeah, well, what are you gonna do?" So, all right, so let's keep it moving. So, mm-hmm. you're living at Aston Church. You're the crew's kind of assembled. You're in high school now. You mm-hmm. would, uh, you would end end up graduating from North Penn, but you know it wasn't easy for you. So back off. Um, but yeah. So you uh, had a little trouble. Uh, you had an issue. Are you willing to elaborate on the the thing that occurred? Yeah. So uh, when I was like 17, I did something like really fucking stupid. Luckily, it was like right when I was 17, though, and like not an adult. Yeah. So, so they tried you as a minor. Yeah. So they, they sent me to uh, Camp Adams. I don't know if anybody's familiar with that they used to send a lot of kids up there for uh they used to send a lot of kids up there for like uh like weekends and stuff like kids with behavioral issues but they also had like a program for like kids that were like you know went to court and got like you know like hey you have to go so and so like you know you're detained for three months 90 days 100 i think it was like 101 days or something jesus but like it was like one of those things like the the decisions I made, like starting from that point, like looking back was like the, uh, the dumbest thing you could do, but it was just like, I don't know. It was just like too much was like, it was just like too fun. It was yeah. like where I was working, just like, yeah. I, I, I couldn't believe they, I couldn't believe they even put me in a situation where it could happen. Right. So, yeah. So you're in your senior year, you're working at a place, something happens there where you get in, you get in some big trouble. And then once you got in some big trouble, they kick you out of school. Right. Mm-hmm. And then they send you up to this place called Camp Adams. Right. And Camp Adams Correct. is it's almost like a juvie camp. Right. Yeah, that's exactly so, what it is. So go uh, ahead. Sorry. What? So, no, no, no. So go ahead. So like what kind of was it like? And then, you know, what was your experience like there? Dude, first of all, it's like a, if, but the best way to describe it is like an outdoor daycare for like, you know, teenagers Big that idiots. are all idiots. Yeah, they're all <laughs> morons. <laughs> you know, that sounds so, awesome. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like, you there. do whatever you did, you get in trouble, then, you know what I mean? You go, you go through like the court system and everything. Yeah. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. they take you and they just drop you off on this mountain in Jim Thorpe. 
Like, yeah. And everything's open. Like you could try to run if you want, but you're wearing like this orange, you're wearing these, like <laughs> you're wearing these like dingy sweats that everybody's wearing. Yeah. And you're like on this mountain. So I imagine if you left, you would have to like scale down uh, and try to find your way. You'd have to try to find your way through the woods, like into a town or something. Like I can't imagine it would even be worth it to try yeah. to escape or like yeah. you're up there for a couple months anyway. Yeah. But it was just nuts. So in the beginning, they put you in this thing called adjustment where you have to sit in like this tiny cloth tent and you have to sleep outside every night. And like, was it cold? Yeah, it was like the middle of winter I, when I got busted. <laughs> when I got busted, it was right before Christmas. Oh my god! I was god. I was there. I was there for Christmas and New Year's and everything. Oh, bro. Yeah. So, dude, if it got like really, really cold, if it got like so ridiculously cold where the wind was nasty, like you know what I mean, like the tents couldn't even take it, then they just all they'd round everybody up, bring you inside, like where the where they had us like eat breakfast and everything. And then you just throw a sleeping bag on the floor and you're there with all those idiots and everything. It was just like such an experience. And you would think like it would, you would do that and be like, all right, man, maybe I should just chill the fuck out. Cause <laughs> like you do, you do dumb shit and dumber shit happens to you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What, well, uh, what was like, so you met a lot of people up there Did anyone who had the craziest story up there. Like who was, who was the person that was locked up there? You're like, Oh shit, this dude is dude. nuts there was there was a kid there that was like younger than everyone else and they sent him up because he like how not young? only like like so we're all teenagers we're like 16 17 some yeah. 15 there's even 14 year olds that some people are just big there's yeah. like 14 year olds there that would kick your ass when you're 17 you know yeah. it's like kind of yeah, crazy yeah but this kid was like smaller man he was yeah. like 11 12 maybe but he fucking like we're all there for stupid shit you know what i mean like we're all there for like you know like fighting breaking and entering like stealing like stupid shit you know yeah he's there he's there for fucking taking a gun and pointing it and actually like firing it at like 10 or 11 years old like he fired it with like the intention to like hit somebody and usually there's like an age limit like you can't get you can't get locked up when you're that young but he had already been there for years at that point because i guess when they did that they're like no way dude like i know there's an age limit that you can't go to juvie or whatever this fucking kid's going to juvie you know because he must have had like a past before that or yeah. something and yeah. that must have been the line where past he was before in 11 of- yeah. he must have dude i heard the shit he did when he was seven. Oh, I know God. yeah right yeah do you guys know who latarian milton is the kid that stole the car you know like yeah fun to do i yanked I just, it i yanked the thing. i just want to do hood rat things with me and my friends yeah yeah that kid yeah what was but, the guy's like, name oh god i don't remember There's dude so that's something like when i hear a story like that i think like mickey bats he sh- he should be that kid and the fact that he's not it is a testament to mickey bats episode available now on all podcast platforms and youtube at work the other the other person that likes puff yeah 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 yeah. but it was dude like he should be like a a, like a crazy like that but you know it's it's incredible that he's not but i'll tell you this liam so for me uh i i had gotten expelled from school and i was in the same boat as you were like we had to do a senior project no nowhere near get done right 
my grades Hell were no. all shit. I, you know, like I was, I was just barely eligible because I was wrestling. Right. And then like, I was skipping school. I was like chasing girls, like doing all that stuff. Right. And like, just, you know, like totally undisciplined, everything like that. I get expelled. And then I have to go to this thing. It's a, it was a school called Lansdale teaching and tutoring. Right. And dude, nice. honestly, it was the best setup. I had to go. I think I went uh, two days a week, maybe three days. No, I, I went two days. One day was for four hours and the other day was for eight hours. Right. And then other than that, I just like worked and like hung out and, and did whatever. And dude, when I was there, I got straight A's in all of my subjects. The only time in the history of my life that I made honor roll. Right. And then mm -hmm. also I was able to complete my senior project, which was I grew a potato and made something out of it. <laughs> that was my senior project. Right. And I was able to complete all that. And then because I got all that done, they let me walk with the class with you too. Right. So, Same. so like what happened with you? Cause you were kind of up shit's Creek before you got in trouble. Is that right? I was at that point, at that point I was failing out. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I would not have graduated that year. And then probably to be yeah. honest, probably would have never graduated period. Yeah. You know what I mean? Same. I probably, uh, uh, the path I was on at that point, I'm sure if I didn't graduate then, 18, old enough to drop out, I would have just done that and said, you know, like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. But they sent you up there, you're doing that shit, and, like, they bring you to this school, and, like, like I, I'm a senior at that point. They hand me just, like, a, you know, like, a generic science book. And it's, like, the science we learned when we were, like, in, like, 10th grade and middle school and everything. And then they just like assign you a chapter. You do the questions at the end and you, and it's, you're right. It's not even a full day of school. The rest of the time, they're just, you're doing like PT on the mountains or some shit, or they let you play basketball or, you know, like it was just ridiculous. The only, the only good thing, the only thing they did that was good is they like, they really like focused on like the, like the PT and everything, like yeah. all the kids that went there and everything, when you left, like you were in like phenomenal shape, dude. Oh, wow you know but yeah. they also let me they also let me push my uh my senior project through there and everything yeah and if you remember when we were in when we were in north Penn, like you probably you had to do like a presentation yep. and like a full report and everything yeah, that's what and I, I remember do. like i remember like being a senior in north Penn and being like i'm not doing that shit yeah <laughs> you know? yeah same but same. luckily i was like there, i have no plans for this shit yeah, luckily there, yeah. I just there's like, no way I'm growing this potato. <laughs> <laughs> I like researched, I researched sign language because like that's what my mom did for a job, you know. Oh, and shit. then like just made, I just like did a, a presentation for like, you know, like five minutes in front of like the, one of the teachers there. And then they just passed me for all of it, sent yeah. me back. Same. And the guidance counselors and principals were fucking pissed dude when i came dude. back and like they had to let dude they had to let me go to prom and like everything and they did not want to at all but yeah. since you withdraw you withdraw failing but you come in as you're essentially a new student when you come back yeah and you know then i got to walk i got to go to prom i got to do all that stupid shit and did not deserve to at all no <laughs> See, uh, i didn't get to go to prom or anything but uh I mean, you know, I don't think I would have. I mean, I did have a date, but, you know, I don't think I would have anyway. But, Tom, didn't you have a thing with your senior projects that, like, you barely got it done, too? I barely got senior year done. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I got lucky. I don't I don't know the name of the other teacher. He was an English teacher with a ponytail. 
Oh God, not. Nah. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. He was like a cool. Oh dude. my God, he like smoked trees with some of the kids and stuff too. Yeah. Oh, what's that guy's name? Jesus Christ. Oh man. I remember Johnny Costanzo was real cool with him too. Dude, I know exactly who you're fucking talking about. Me too. About. He yeah. still teaches there. Guy. And like, I had been skipping school. Like, I there was like a month I just didn't go. I was like, I'm not going. Yeah. And so, yeah. uh, he was like, we're getting towards the end. He said, look, you're going to fail, but I'll pass you if you, you have like two days. I want you to write me all these papers about this, 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 and that. And I'll pass you if you bring me some like legit work. Like if you work, like, you know, he made, he, he at least was like, you have to work for it. You know what I mean? But whatever. Yeah. And he passed me and I was Kletzel? No, no. Castle. Did no. it start with a K? I don't know. Kelly. I don't know. Samson. Swenson. <laughs> what did I say? Samson. You know, who's uh you know, who's Samsonite. a fan. Of, you know, who's a fan of the show and listener of the show. Lishmish. Do you remember Mr. Barlow? The English teacher, Mr. Barlow, he was a, like a, like a, he's a black dude. <laughs> Name sticks out. Yeah, he was uh, our, he was black. He was our English teacher. And uh, I don't know if you and me are in the same class, but I think you had him in 10th grade. I know Hill had him, but yeah. It Mr. sounds Barlow. so familiar. He's a, he was an awesome dude. And he was friends with the English teacher you're talking about, Tom. Yeah, they were. 10th grade was also when I discovered a bomb too. So he's like. You know, like we're yeah. trying to remember names and stuff. Yeah. It's gonna yeah, be yeah, yeah. it's gonna be iffy around that time period. Yeah, I got that plus CTE, babe. Let me tell you, it's not <laughs> it's a lot of fucking bubblegum up here, brother. So I have nice. to deal with all that stuff. It's right around Christmas time. You have to go up to this juvenile detention. You're like living with like all these weird people that you don't know. And you know, that's gotta be depressing, especially in the cold weather and stuff like that. Did you have any like I mean, that must have been so- tough. So unfortunately, like I didn't really have like that high self-esteem for myself. I like, I didn't really care. You know what I mean? I was like, Oh, it's me, whatever. But the part that hurts is like, you know, like you it hurts your mom. You know yeah. what I mean? Like your, your family yeah. is upset. Your, yeah. your mom, you broke your mom's heart. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Did that. that. That's the part that sucked. That's the part that made me sad. I, I was too cool for like Christmas and, you know, like I thought I, I it was like I wore like a badge of honor that I like got locked up. I thought I, I was still dumb enough and immature enough Same. to think that it was like cool that it happened. And that people you know? gave a shit. You know? Yeah. 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 No, yeah man, any- this time, too, if I remember correctly. You had like a bit of a slim shady look going on, didn't you? I did dye my hair. Yeah. <laughs> I, you were dating that time, that. I did dye my hair. Weren't yeah. you dating Dory also? I was, yeah. Nice. She was my, she was my girlfriend in uh, senior year. Yeah, she's cool, man. Always like Dory. She's yeah, awesome. she is cool. Yeah, yeah. So nice. So let's keep it moving then. So you would graduate high school. Everything's cool there, you know. Mm-hmm. And I do want to say this before we keep moving. So as a kid, you played a little Squires football and stuff like this. But we talked about this previously on a weekend popping. Is that your daughter does Squires cheerleading? 
now. Yep. And Squires is just for all our international listeners, which we do have a bunch. Uh, Squires football is just our local peewee football, you know, Pop Warner football, one of the local ones. The, the, you know, it's not as good as Cannoneers, but, you know, it is what it is. And right. it's uh, like the second rate, like, yeah, it's, like the, it's the, the minor the league, the PB minor league. league. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a minor league okay. football team. And uh, but Liam, there he got an award this year for like the assistant of the year, right? What was the award? Well, it was uh, it was for uh, of all the parents that some one parent wins an award for like volunteer of the year, yeah. So basically, like, you're helping out, like, you know, like you're helping out with like the snack stand when they have like merch and stuff you just you know with the chains with the whatever like basically whatever they need help with i always i always wanted to stay after her game was over because i remember when i was a kid that those days were fucking awesome you know yeah. what i mean like you would have a game yeah. your game would end and then you just you hung just out, out the rest of the day yeah. at the field there'd be games going on on the side yeah everybody's there you're, you're playing yeah you're playing like, pickup football with everybody else yeah. that had to stay and if it's muddy it's fucking awesome and yeah you're yeah. hitting the snack stand you're, yeah you're, like it's just like, I, I remember we'd like spend the day there and it's just awesome and i think it personally i think as a parent like that it's like probably the most other than like education obviously is number one, but number two, it's like they have to have something other than school. Like yeah. there has to be extracurricular. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't care if she does sports or music or she wants to do like theater or choir or art. Like it, it doesn't matter to me what it is, but like, that's where for myself and I think a lot of kids where it all goes wrong, you know, like you get into high school and you get mixed up in like just trying to be cool or partying yeah. or drinking and like you stop playing sports or you stop doing this or you stop doing that. And you know what I mean? Then you're just coming home from school every day. You're dropping your books and getting into trouble. But yeah. if she has something like cheer or gymnastics or like I said, it doesn't matter what it is. If you have something to like focus your energy on, then I think kids in general will not get in as much trouble as I, they would without it. I agree. And I hope the trend continues now, especially when like our kids are, are getting older where dude, when we were coming up, right. Like being, being a good athlete was cool, but being a good mm -hmm. athlete, but also being a partier was the fucking coolest, right? <laughs> like partying was the shit. Everyone wanted to be a partier, but then I think that kind of like changed. And now like the, the straight arrow doing the, you know, like the super athlete with the great diet and the physique and the Instagram thirst, you know, quenching pictures or whatever the fuck, like that's what it is now. And I don't maybe, I don't want the, the, the thirst quenching shit, but I think like the, like the clean living, you know, like I doubt they still have max stick day at, at school. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that shit's all gotta be gone. You know, like dude, legit Tom there, like when we were in school, legit, we drank either a soda a Huggy, a Mondo, or a Capri Sun every day. Okay, so hold on, hold on a second. Because, like, the diabetes and, like, the, the stuff with soda being terrible for you and all that stuff is like, come out and, like, hey, this is not a good thing. We shouldn't be giving our kids, you know, whatever, soda every single day on, like, drinking a 12-pack. You think that clean living and, like, that is, like, the cool thing at school now? You think isn't more it? cool than partying? Uh, isn't it? It's more cool than no, Xanax. You idiot. Are you kidding me? 
You're telling you go me to a high school, dude. You go you to high school and you say, now. "Hey, like, is like, partying? Yeah. Is hey guys, do any of you like to party at all or like have fun or go party?" No, you're right. You're all eating celery, reading your books. Okay, you but if we me? look at like the most popular person in that school, it's probably the fucking Instagram model that works out all the time. That and like, does cocaine on the side. Probably has an Adderall. <laughs> probably has. They yeah. all have Adderall prescriptions. They all have Adderall. That's Somebody's got a vape pen. Van, right? Like they're all doing. They all that. smoke weed. It's fucking like legal, basically. Trees, I can live with. I can yeah. live with. I can live with trees. But, but I'm still gonna get pissed off at it. Drugs always wins. Drugs. Drugs always yeah. wins. The drugs battle. dominates the world. Yeah. I'm not saying. Just I mean, there's I gonna, gonna be say. different clicks, but no doubt, dude. <laughs> there's still like. The people that are chugging beers and like getting wasted and like I don't think having was, their their I, their parties and whatever. I don't think no. it as big as it was when we were coming up though. I don't think it's as big. Why not? I don't know. I I mean it depends on the area and depends on the school. Like I've heard some stories where like like I know my my cousins who are like ten. They might even be like fifteen years younger than me. They went to Quakertown. They're like everyone does opiates at school. Uh, like, it's it's Cotton County out there. Wildly rampant. Yeah, but that doesn't sound like fun. That sounds like everyone has an addiction that just yeah. is fucking suffering, you know, and they're all dope sick every day, you know. Like it sounds fun for a little bit. Well, yeah, that's it starts, you know, that's where <laughs> it, it starts, starts fun, but then it gets the first really year ugly. is fucking great. Yeah, it's a uh, party. Yeah. <laughs> first five months is the best time of your life. You'll never be more confident. But all right, and so drugs way, are dope. Drugs, dr- dude. I'm not saying drugs aren't still kicking ass, right? Yeah. Drugs are obviously killing, k- killing the game. I'm just saying that, like, the clean lifestyle, I think, has gotten way more popular than it was when we were there. Do you agree? Oh, no. like healthy eating is How, like just more... the clean lifestyle. General, I eat a roast like beef sandwich every out, day, but then working, working out more, right? clean like clean living like you know all that kind of stuff like i think that's way more trendy than we didn't even know it fucking really existed back when we were coming up what working what? out we worked out every day we worked out but we were still eating hoagies all the time and drinking soda and fucking power whatever's you know like i'm just saying like all that stuff we didn't have available but now it's like the cool thing to do like you want to do that stuff you know what I mean? Like back then, I was like, I don't want to eat fucking salad. I want pizza. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, you don't think, kid, you don't we think high school kids are still like, I want Wendy's and I'm going to eat pizza. Yeah, there are some like that, but I think a that lot majority. I would, but I'm saying it's cool, right? It wasn't cool when we were coming up to fucking. What do you mean? To eat clean and work out and be on Instagram doing all this shit. Right? There was no Instagram. Exactly. We, we didn't have that available. That's what I'm okay. saying. It was so cool it's a lot to do that on now. AIM. What no one was a vegan about? when we went to high school. Yeah. Sure vegetarians at school. I remember vegetarians. It was like four out of right. 1,400. Yeah. There's probably right. four vegans at fucking high school. Too. Nah, that's all right. There's probably a lot now. more. And by the way, they were we fake had... vegetarians then. And they're no. fake vegans now. We had a we had a lot of vegetarians because we had a lot of Indian kids at our school. And my daughter is a fake vegetarian right now. By the way, <laughs> yeah. she like will say yeah. that she's a vegetarian because it's a cool thing to do. Then, yeah. Wow. But then how old is she? How old is she? Seven. Yeah. <laughs> and she'll yep. be like, oh, "I'm a vegetarian." The older kids. And then like you know like my sister when we visited made like chili, but she'll like eat that. She'll be like, "Well, 
not for today. I like to just be like a vegetarian on like just because some been days, like, you know, you <laughs> know an awakening kind of in what like is healthy as far as what you eat does not mean that kids in high school still aren't having parties or like they're they don't have their people like there's fuck ups in high school just like we were fuck ups in high school today right, right and i never said that there wasn't right i'm you just saying there's less fuck ups now yes when you guys fight you make me feel like it's my fault it is your fucking fault, Liam. Damn it, Liam. <laughs> All right. So let's That's the stupidest it. thing I ever heard. Like, are you kidding me? No way. These kids are partying. <laughs> yeah, there is partying, but it's if not. You want like... euphoria? There's so much more drugs in yeah. high school. <laughs> yeah. That show is so ridiculous. Like, wh- there's none of that. Like, well, who's in charge of the school? Sorry. Yeah. That's it's high complete school nonsense. Days. I've never seen it. Oh, it's wild. I bet it's they all. I bet they all eat healthy. It's on my <laughs> list. They don't eat. They yeah. Don't everyone eat. has a six pack. There's no way every everyone has that. to be so healthy. Dude, yeah. I had an eight pack in high school. Right, I didn't but eat good healthy. for you. You wrestled. You didn't, you didn't eat anything. You didn't eat healthy. Yeah. You dipped tobacco did and ran in trash lot. bags. Yeah, but that was ha- like you know that was you know a certain time of the year where I had to like cut. Like I still like at that point I could eat whatever the fuck I wanted and still be. You know, they're young and they're in high school. They're going to be shredded, you know? Uh, my, only, my only experience with from you in high school was I, I was standing there and oh, I always thought, like, I got a complete, I got, I had like a completely different, like, idea in my head, like how you were, like, you're like mellow and like calm and stuff, but you like beat up a friend of mine's brother, like in the, in the lunchroom. And oh. it, it, it like happened like Quasi. that. I'm like, oh, that guy's kind of, yeah. I was like, oh, that guy's kind of, you know, kind of wild. And then you were cool after that. But that was like the only uh, time I ever like saw you, were you there? in high school ever. Yeah. Dude, I got a standing ovation when I left the, <laughs> that cafeteria that day. Right. And you know who was involved in that? You know who gave me a, you know, you know who got everyone che- like standing out? Who, Joey Rad? Fucking Cabot. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Cabot was there. <laughs> I'm leaving. He gives me like the biggest, like, yeah, boy. You know, yeah. you know like, I'm getting escorted out by security. Next thing you know, I'm in the principal's office and I see Cabot's fucking head like ducking in, like, yo, can you fucking And I'm like, Jesus Christ, Cabot, I'm getting suspended. Believe me. There's, alone. there's nobody in the world more proud of you when you do bad shit than Cabot. Uh, yeah. He's the ultimate hype man. For like, doing see you in the hallway yeah. outside of Mr. McDermott's yeah. classroom and be like, what do you do, yo? Yeah. That was my only exposure to Tom, except for until I met him at your house, Lavelle, at like some Christmas party or something. Oh, that was like the Street. only time I saw him ever. Wow. <laughs> when he did that. Markle Street, baby. That was the time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was, kid came up to me. Well, yeah. also, he was, me. but he was picking on, he was what? picking on handicapped kids like yeah. a couple days before. And I was like, man, this guy's a jerk off. And so then I started like saying stuff about him. And then he's like, yo, I heard you talking shit. Whatever. It's so stupid. I wasn't even supposed to be in that cafeteria. That's how much I was fucking up. I was supposed to be gone. <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah. where I got in trouble because I wasn't even supposed to be there. But my friends were there and I wasn't my senior project. You know, I had work study. So I left. But I was like, I'm not going. And so then I was like sitting in the cafeteria talking. And then this kid came up. And that's like kind of what we were talking about earlier when they say like, oh, these kids are going to fight after school. They're going to go mm-hmm. fight after school. I wasn't going, I wasn't waiting. Like if I was going to fight somebody, if I'm going to fight somebody, I'm going, you know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. not like, I'll see you in 10 hours, you know, <laughs> over here, you know, now, yeah. no, that's not happening. Yeah. Cause Get I'll be, over. I'll be like, whatever at that point. Yeah. Get Tired over. by then. 
So I want to get into some work history then. So by the way, high school kids are partying like crazy right now. Yeah, sure. They are. I never said they weren't. I'm just saying clean living is cooler than it was when we were coming up. Yeah. Not really clean living. It's a fake clean. <laughs> Jesus fucking let's move on. So the kids, we weren't clean living back then, but the kids are now. And I let's, get some, let's get into some work history. So, Liam, uh, your first job ever working at Clemens Markets. So, shout out Clemens Markets. I was on their yeah. baseball team. Oh uh, my god, they sold all those vegetables there that we ate when we were younger. They don't oh exist god, anymore. Dude. I'm sure they sell. I mean, you know, if they would have if they would have kept the vegetable trend going, they'd probably still be in business because how popular vegetables are now. But either way. I bet you pizzas never sold more. And <laughs> there's more pizza sold today than there's ever been. I'm sure. Vegan pizza. <laughs> vegan pizza. So yeah, vegan, carb-free, uh, you know, paleo, keto pizza. So either um, way, let's I know, keep uh, it I know yeah. an heir to the Clemens uh, throne, I guess. Oh. And kid never has to work a day in his life. Does Clemens just does the just does like uniforms now, right? They do still they do their flower stuff? shops too. They used to do uh, flower shops as well. I think they have like one or two, not many, but they still have their flower shops and whatever that other one. Wait, so Clemens Market's still around? No, I mean not the grocery store. Oh. Yeah, okay. All right. Good for them. So but when they sold, they sold for a shitload. Oh, yeah. Nice. So uh, Liam here was working at Clemens Market, and J-Dub, this will be this will tickle your heartstrings. He was wrangling the silver buffalo. Yeah, that's right. Concrete yeah. cowboy. Uh, I was concrete. in the car business. Yeah. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. You and Bubs. I used to yeah. wrestle the old silver buffalo. It was a good job. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. You guys Shout out to the, uh, D Bill. Didn't didn't D Bill work there too? Uh, There's a great. I remember D Bill's last day there. Yeah, <laughs> what happened? Okay. So we were having a party and Dave's like, I'll get us a bunch of snacks and I'll come so over after party work. Happened back then. And he like put all these, you know, pre-bag, like, you know, paper and plastic bags at the back door. And I guess like the last one he was bringing out, like someone saw him. So, and we were like walking up to get the bags and like this interaction happened. Dave just grabbed like three of them and just took off running. And then like <laughs> we left, you know, and he came with us. We got hammered and like, we woke up the next day and I was like, I guess you're like fired from Clemens. He's like, oh, I can never go back. I'll just, I just won't pick up my phone and I'll just never go back. Where did, wait, what did, what did he steal from there? We got like chips and soda and like a mixer and like a cake, they got like a cake and some lunch meat, like a whole <laughs> bunch of shit, you know? And he was like setting it outside the back door for us to like come grab, take to the house and he was going to show up after work. Yeah. But like somebody spotted him when he was like, taking oh, the bag I got it. He got away with a lot more than Trav. Trav took like a fucking gummy worm. You remember when they used to have like the candies with like the scoops? Yeah, yeah. Trav took a fucking gummy worm and got shit canned for that for like a one cent candy. (laughs) Oh my god, that's brutal. People used to also murder uh, ready the whippets. He would just Uh, eat a thousand of them. Oh my god, dude, that stuff legit makes you fucking stupid. That stuff eats brain cells. Oh, that stuff like. Doing that shit, you're fucking dumb. Like you're, you're depleting oxygen to your brain. Stupid. Yeah. I knew I knew a kid who got a tank, and I knew him before he got that tank and after he got that tank, and he was noticeably dumber forever. <laughs> like I he's just dumb bet. now. Oh, 
dude i mean i can't imagine the fucking shit that that does to you so all right you guys ever see the uh the like the cart um the grocery cart like karma guy or whatever yeah. Uh, oh yeah, Cartnarks. Cartnarks. That's my guy. I love Cartnarks. What is Cartnarks? Yeah. So he finds people that don't put their grocery carts back, and he like puts a bumper sticker on their car, and they freak the fuck out. Which like, you are a scumbag shit. if you don't yeah. put your cart back. So Even he's in, in the, the stall, right. just in the stall, and he's yep. right. Yeah. Did you, Wait, um, what do you? Oh, they leave it like in the middle of the lot, middle of the shopping. Dude, if anybody else fucking came to 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 down here, he'd be fucking out of bumper stickers. The fucking yeah, target right. by my house, just fucking all over. Oh, there's nothing more I wish death upon people for the people who leave their cart just oh. in a spot. But the did anybody else ever pull in carts? Did you ever find a purse in the in the carts, Liam, when you were pushing carts? Yeah. When you were nah. wrangling the silver buffalo, it happened to me twice, and the Ooh. first time I. I like I took I was young I was a scumbag and I took mm-hmm. all the there was like oh there was like two hundred and something dollars in there and I took it all out and then I saw this lady like pull back in she's like did you see a purse I was like oh there was one like in a the bottom of a card over here I was just about to go get it I saw it and I gave it back to her and then the the second one when I was a little older uh there was like sixteen dollars in the purse and I like thought about taking it. And I didn't. I brought it inside the store, and then this like frantic woman came in and was like, "Oh, thank God!" I was like, "I'm so glad I didn't steal that woman's sixteen dollars." Oh, bro, dude. I thought about it, but that's dude. That's the worst fucking thing ever. Like, you know what? Your wallet. They wouldn't have cared about the sixteen bucks. Yeah, Yeah. everyone was happy about just getting their shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not having to go to the DMV, or if you have like your credit cards and all that. Oh my god, fucking Mm -hmm. nightmare. Honestly, if all the money's there, they should tip you out to be honest yeah agreed. you know what i mean if you, if you had like say you had 150 dollars in your purse mm-hmm. yeah or wallet whatever and you lose it and someone finds it i mean that should at least be a 20 dollar tip easy easy hell you know hell, hell yeah, yeah. So, all your shit, like you think about it like if you were to think about maybe what would you pay to have your, your id is back? a nightmare to get back yeah. just your nut yeah. just your id alone i would pay a hundred dollars for to not have yeah. to get a new id i don't even know how to do it and i don't want to look up how to do it Ugh. <laughs> it's brutal so yeah yeah it's fucking it's <laughs> sounds it's like fu- a nightmare I've, I've, <laughs> yeah. I, where where's the dmv i witnessed yeah. it recently it's Doors a fucking down. nightmare credit cards too so let's keep it moving um all right so you left you know you left uh clemens marquettes and then you would mm-hmm. go to the pharmacy right mm-hmm. you would work at the pharmacy for a little bit and then after you left the pharmacy and this is the infamous North Wales pharmacy that we've brought up before on the end yeah. of saga part one, part two, yep. and part three, which are all available now on all podcast platforms and YouTube at work Respects podcast. Uh, but the North Wales pharmacy was kind of like uh, a, a pick them, uh, just yeah, a pick and run, you know, like sure it was. if you were hungry, yeah, sure just walk through, grab a snack and head on out. And no one I, gave a shit. I can't imagine what they're like we i lived there like if i was hungry i just went there and just i bought like one thing and walked out with nine (laughs) (laughs) no it got so bad sorry god no butterfingers though i mean no No. vegetables either because he wasn't living clean back then that's for sure (laughs) it got so bad to the point where like people were going there and it didn't even matter if i was working there anymore you know like if even if i wasn't at the front register like if it was like somebody else like someone on another shift they would just distract that dude and still fucking take place for everything they had you know yeah. well, th- so 
Yeah, they would only. Yeah, I mean, I was going there since I was like a real young kid because I lived across the street. They had two checkout counters, but sometimes yeah. would only have one person in the store. So mm-hmm. me and my brother would walk in and he would grab something to buy and go to that checkout counter in the far corner. And then you just had free reign for four minutes to grab whatever you can and walk out the back door. <laughs> and you got yeah. like Oreos and pudding pit snacks. And- yeah. And you did, and like, because their biggest thing was there was two exits, two entrances, two exits. So like, and they had shit by the back door, right? Like, yeah. on the way out, right? Unreal. So like, Unreal. that just must have been like shit they were getting rid of, right? Like, all right, well, <laughs> expired. Look, yeah, but dude, I mean, I don't know. I had only been there a handful of times, and I just remember being like, wow, you could just do whatever you wanted here, you know? So yeah, either way. So you worked there. So then let's keep it moving. So then after you left there, I you- ate Rice Krispie treats like a fucking fiend back in the day and yeah. had a fucking six pack. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, kids God nowadays, sake. they can say they're clean living, but they fucking, they, they you know, they're going to be, they're going to be shredded no matter what. Once they get to like the thirties, then it's like, okay, things are going to be a little bit. Remember different. the, uh, remember the pharmacy had that outside storage, like door closet thing yeah, up at the top yeah. of the ramp. So one day when I was a kid, I used to always walk by there and just like you, there was an elevated curb that you could walk along and then jump down and walk into the pharmacy. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I would pull that doorknob just for shits, shits and, and giggles. Gigs. One day as a, I don't know, I was probably eight. The door fucking opened, and what they kept in there was literally the unopened, like full boxes of Snickers, Reese's, like their extra inventory was in there. And I was alone. Dude is in a room. I got the full thing of um the Snickers, like unopened box. You know what I mean? So like a full yeah, sixteen like bars. Snickers. You know, I yeah. grabbed that, and I grabbed the full. It was like the like five Butterfingers boxes. Yeah, and the full like twenty ounce sodas like rack like and the plastic too, and I just oh. put, put the Snickers on top. I grabbed the soda and I just because my house was a hundred yards away. Oh, <laughs> and man. I just like ran it home and like just threw it in my. Dude, that was, was the so... best three days of your life. Oh my! And for God. the rest of my life, every day I would pull on that door knob. Like, like one day it'll be open again. Yeah, that's their fucking fault, man. <laughs> the dream. Yeah. That's their fault. You know what I mean? Like I, I was just no alone cameras in a room. either. Nothing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, this is... Tighten up. You know, Dude, yeah. this is 1994, <laughs> and I'm just alone in a room with everything. I was just, oh my God. But it was di- honestly, it was different. The same for us, guys though. that would kill somebody for not putting a shopping cart back. <laughs> <laughs> I've grown. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I'll tighten up you- that shopping cart situation. You know? <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, it was different for us. So, like, Juliana's was our neighborhood spot, and you weren't allowed to steal from there. Like, you did, you just didn't do it. It was like a, you know, if no it's one... mom and pop, yeah, like like the pharmacy was like it was you know, mom faceless. and pop, bro. <laughs> I know it was like it was face. The name of the me. place was mom and pops. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so nice. So okay, so you leave the pharmacy. I just never thought to steal from him. I'm probably too scared to get caught. I didn't want to. I would. I wouldn't. I'd feel bad because that place. They were like, dude. I remember like being short on money as a kid, and like you know, like the dude behind you would throw a quarter up for you or whatever. And they'd be like, well, now what do you say to the nice man? You're like, thank you, sir. And like, you can get your Swedish fish and butterfingers and be on your way. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, that's just, I don't know. And they were always like, like, if you were like five cents short, they're like, just whatever, go, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. They were always just good to good to like the kids, I think. And how often were you short money at Juliana's? (laughs) Dude, like if something, like, I remember having like a dollar, I remember one time. So uh, uh shout out andrew giuliano fucking whoo that was a rocket baby um but andrew giuliano was uh she she worked there 
And I remember I, I, in the summer, like I'm wearing mesh shorts and they didn't always have pockets. So where do you keep your money? In, in your, your sock. sock. In your fucking sock. Right. And I remember I went to pay one time and I pulled the money out of my sock and she was like, was that just in your fucking sock? And it wasn't, you know, it was a, little, it was a hot day. You know what I mean? And she was not uh, fucking happy. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no but there, fucking there were times like I remember, like <laughs> I would get like a like a soda, and it says ninety nine cents, but then it's a dollar five, and I'm yep. like, oh fuck, I don't have five cents, and they're like, whatever, just keep it moving, kid. Take it, take your a treat, big blue, and fucking hit the bricks. Big Blue, shout out, fan of the show. Listen I would just show. get the half uh, half gallons of. Oh, roses. the Rosies, dollar twenty nine. Oh my god! Do you remember? Uh, you remember Zena's Bakery, Liam? Yeah, I do. They uh, so yeah. there used to be a full service bakery. Like you go in and buy single donuts and shit, and it was literally twenty five feet from my house. And um, mm-hmm. they went to catering eventually. No longer like you could walk in and just buy a single item. But I refused to acknowledge that oh, and wow. would come in. And the, there was an old, the old man still worked there. And he'd be like, no. And the, the uh, Zena, the actual daughter, is like she would still sell me single items and stuff. And he would get upset for every day for like two years. Like he'd be like, I don't do this anymore. And I'd be like, you're <laughs> selling me a goddamn donut, old man. <laughs> <laughs> were they good? Oh, they were awesome. But I would come in with like 18. You know what I mean? Like I was a kid. I come in with like 18 cents, 34 cents, 65. I'd be like, what do I get with this? And they'd be like, not here. And just like, leave. here's a donut hole. Now fuck yeah. off. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Dude, that's great. I would like, there's a, I just place is still there. Yeah. No. Uh, no, it's not even. Nah, Zena's been gone. Yeah. I remember there's a Probably place. Everyone's clean living now, you know? Yeah. Bakeries are going out of stock. Kids don't eat donuts you know? anymore. Yeah. Dude, there's a uh, there's a, a bakery near me that I just discovered. It's called like Lipson's uh, Lipson's Bakery, I think. Um, but it's dude, it's pretty fucking good. And yeah, a night, nice, dude, a good bakery, like a legit bakery, it's a good fucking time. Let me tell you. So it's mm-hmm. wonderful. Oh my god, forget about it. But they Not do clean. these things. Uh, you know, rugula, like you know the rugula gimmicks, right? Like all the rugulas I would get were like always like hard and like What's dry. Rugula? Arugula? No, no, rugula. It's like a twit. It's like a it's like a pastry that's like twisted up and there's like you that's know, them tricking you filling. that it's clean living. I mean you arugula. Know? Yeah, <laughs> it's a bakery. They sell arugula. They sell arugula. You know, arugula. But they make these rugulas that have peppery like, lettuce. Oh, they have like it. They're just fucking like soft and warm. It's just they're fucking incredible. But either way, so let's keep moving. So you graduate <laughs> high school, you'd be done at the pharmacy, and then this is where you would start. And I think we all, maybe Justin, you didn't do this, but I know me and Tom did this. You did, you did the restaurant life, right? You jumped right into yeah. it head first. And that's a common thing for kids out of high school and, and stuff like that. And honestly, man, I lived the restaurant life for a while, really dug, dug my heels into it. And dude, it's a it, dude, you can you make good fucking money, man. You can make good fucking money some places. But mm-hmm. you were back of the house, right, Lashmish? Some for some of the jobs. When I worked at uh, William Penn Inn, I was usually back of the house. But when I worked at William Penn Inn, I was what they called an expediter there. And at at William Penn Inn, an expo wasn't the same thing as probably what you're thinking. Like they like so an expo just sits there. You wait at the line, and like the William Penn Inn, like the chefs and everything, they put everything together. They make the plates up. Then they put them up in the window and then you got to stack them on these trays and you put like, you know, you got to put the metal lids on and stack them up. Like 
as high as you can carry and then carry them out. And then you have to make up the sides too. Like they would have like, they would say which vegetable they want. You usually had a choice of potatoes, like, and you would, you would just, and just stacks and stacks of plates and fucking metal lids. You oh, put it wow. up on your shoulder and they had three different dining rooms. One was upstairs. One was, they called the tavern and one was the Monet was the main dining room. And that place, when I worked there, was fucking bumping all the time. Yeah. And you would just carry out tray after tray after tray. You would put them down, and then the server would pass out, like, the entrees and everything. So all yeah. I had to do was, like, wait for them to make the food. I'd stack it up on a tray, put it, like, the, you have to put it in order and everything, obviously. And then you just carry them out, drop it down. You'd have to do the same thing with, like, their salads, same thing with their desserts. So you get, yeah. like, a printout of the order, and you just kind of drop it off that job paid fucking awesome because oh, you nice. get like an yeah you get like an hourly wage and then all the servers and bartenders and basically anybody that anybody that had to serve food had to tip you out at the end of the oh, night nice. like so you get like depending on where you went to like upstairs was a bitch you'd have to carry all that stuff upstairs so they'd have to charge you like they'd have to pay you like 50 cents a head on that they'd have to pay you you know, a quarter on the Monet and uh, whatever it was on the tab. So if it was bumping, you did like plate after plate after plate. So you're trying to take them out. You know yeah. what I mean? You want to yeah. take out as many as you can. Dude. So, so wait, so like when you're there, then are you interacting with the cust? Like you're just interacting as in dropping off the food. You're not taking yeah. orders or refills. That's or, the best part. Yeah. You're yep. just dropping and going. They want to see you. You know what I'm Hell saying? Yeah. Like they yep. want you there. So nice. So you're really not doing anything else. That does. But sound you don't like have to deal with the money so, job. Nope. That's that, nope. that, job, that was the best of, of all like the restaurant jobs. Yeah, that one was probably the best other than drop any. I'm, I'm sure. Oh, hell yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> you got to carry them upstairs because sometimes you get like, you know, I think the most you could carry was like 16 because you do four and four and then but you'd have to carry the uh, you'd have to carry the the sides Dude, came on smaller blades. And smaller forearms must have been yeah. killing you. Well, you kind of like rested on your shoulder, hold it with All your right. hand. But like, you know, you'd carry it upstairs and and you know how it is. Like one would slide off the back oh, and everything or fuck, something like man. that. Yeah. I don't think I've ever dropped like a full, you know what I mean? Like full tray and just drop like a whole thing. But many a times, you know what I mean? You come around a corner or you bump like a doorway or something and just like one comes off the top. Then you got to go back with like your tail between the legs and be like, oh, yo, dude, I need like a whole, like, and they would be you need so a fucking a well done yeah. steak on the fly. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was the worst. How was the cooks there? Were they like legit cooks or were they oh, fucking, hell yeah. 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 They were, yeah. They, they were, were pros. Yeah. Dude, I'll yeah. tell you, I was at a, uh, I did, they do an incredible fucking brunch, an incredible mm -hmm. brunch. And I was yeah, there I not too long too. ago. Oh, my yeah. God. The fucking brunch. Woo, woo, woo. Mm -hmm. Jaden, you were there recently, too, right? Yeah, I went for dinner not too long ago. Love the William Pennant. Oh, man. It was sure. like when I was a kid, because it's also in like close to where I grew up. It was like the fanciest restaurant in the world. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like until yeah. I left North Wales, I was like, this is the most beautiful place I've ever been. Yeah, it's still yeah. dude, Still one of the most fanciest restaurants I've ever been to. You know? Yeah, that place is still legit. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really good. So nice. Mm -hmm. So you're working there. What other, uh, what else did you do as far as restaurants? Uh, man, I was at a place called cravings. I was at, I jumped Remember back cravings. and forth. 
yeah, I went to like, so I would go back and forth between like, I would work with Bo's, Bo and Chaz's dad. He, he owns uh, Ziegler Electric. So I do like, I'd, I'd work with him doing residential electric work, but I would bounce back and forth between like Primo Hoagies, Boston style pizza. Yeah. Uh, I worked at a place called the Hungry Bear in Fort Washington. I worked at uh, Normandy Farms, uh, oh. like where they do like the weddings and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. They have a restaurant there too, and they do like brunches and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember there we have my work, bit. my office parties we had at Normandy Farms a couple of times. It's not a bad spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then so you're working there and, and you're doing your thing. So mm-hmm. nice. And like you would always be back at the house though. Is like because uh, I remember at Cra- I do remember this one time at Cravings. Um, I was seeing someone that you were working with at Cravings, mm-hmm. and we were there one night. And I remember my mom had asked me to get her some food. And you guys mm-hmm. were like closing up the kitchen. And I was like, Liam, hey, man, like my mom asked me, could you, could I put this in? I know it's late. And you said, because it's for your mom, I'll do it. So shout out. You know what I'm saying? You kind of got her back with that. So, nice. and it was just like a sandwich or something. It wasn't mm-hmm. crazy. But apparently the dude there was pretty cool. The, the guy that did cravings, right? Like, was he an all right guy? From what I don't, I didn't know him, but like, I, I remember people talking about him saying he was an all right guy. All right guy, yeah. right? Yes yeah it was yeah he was cool i don't have anything bad to say about nice and then so you're so like you would sometimes because i remember you telling me this too you're even younger you were working with uh with ziggler electrical and you're doing Mm -hmm. the electrician stuff there and like yeah i remember you telling me like you're you're the ditch digging guy on the job Mm -hmm. and i remember Mm -hmm. you saying like dude the masons they'll fucking crush your skull with one hand those guys yeah they will they will like the masons and bricklayers and shit dude those guys are no fucking joke. Man. Oh my god, that's a fucking rough job. Mm-hmm. Fucking a man. Fucking a. So yeah, man. So nice. So okay. So you're doing that. What uh? Did, what did did you kind of have a place that you would land that was like your spot, or how did it go? Did you were you bouncing around a lot? What? Tell me how. It yeah, went. I mean, I would stay somewhere, but but not for too long, because at that point, I mean, I, I wasn't really like taking care of myself. I wasn't really. You know what I mean? I was like going out a lot, just like living for the weekend and everything, you know, that's why I was bouncing back and forth. Like, like I would work with Ziggler and that was like, you know what I mean? Like I wanted to do that job, but at that time I just like didn't have the focus. Like I didn't take anything seriously, you know? And it's like, I would just fall back to like back of the house. Cause like for me personally, there's cooks. I I don't, I don't like, this is no disrespect on anybody because there's cooks that are like, fucking awesome they have passion they're great at what they do and everything but for me it was like an easy place to just fall back to like low responsibility and if yeah. i lose the job no fucking big deal i'll just run to another restaurant yeah. you know yeah everyone's like, hiring I, cooks yeah i would never move up like i'd never try to yeah like be a manager or yeah. drive, you know what i mean i just i was just kind of coasting at that point yeah living the but, party and and dude i'll tell yeah. you me too, man. Like I would go through that phase of like, you're, you know, like you're working, you're living, but you're really, it's just like, you know, you're partying and, and just like, you know, I mean, I don't know. There were certain things that like would help you with confidence too, with like hanging with girls and all that. Like you wanted that, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like partying was so much cooler back then, you know, and that's just all you wanted to do. And I mean, there, you know, I, I know for me and I, I know for a lot of people too, like, healthy healthy living wasn't an option and it's just it was party 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 
Not like it is now. So cool. Now, now like it is now. And, nah, you yeah. know, that's all you do is you eat <clears throat> arugulas, right? Yeah, I'm a big arugula. So, nice. So Wait, so at this point, you're like, so, Liam, are you married now? I am not. You are you with you have a daughter? I do. Are you with the like we don't, don't put this on? So sorry. well, no, no we're okay. gonna get to that. Just don't jump ahead. So that'll come well, later. I'm just saying, like, at what point are we meeting? You know, where not are we quite at yet. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right now, I'm just a single dude. I'm out there, you know what I mean? I'm just bouncing around, like not eating the road, a, a friend of man, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. You're you're getting yeah. in some trouble, you're doing your thing, you're partying uh-huh. and you, you know like you're you're slowly deteriorating you're we'll a young say. bachelor yeah. essentially yeah and so you're doing your stuff and like you're working and like you're going back and forth between the restaurant stuff and eventually man that stuff like it's a young man's game dude it takes its fucking mm-hmm. toll on you and it's you know it is it is tough dude that's a tough tough job people don't realize that is a fucking like you know, I, I do hate that, like, servers and bartenders and cooks and all that, they, and bussers, right? Like, they do not get the respect they deserve as far as a, as a location goes. And it is Agreed. a tough fucking job. And you got to eat a lot of shit for people that are fucking pieces of shit, man. And it's just like, I, it fucking sucks sometimes. It really does. But go ahead. I honestly, I, I think, like, I, I usually bring this up, like, wouldn't you agree that like if you knew when you went out like there's no way to guarantee this but wouldn't you pay like an extra ten dollars every time you went out if you just knew the people in the back were making a fucking honest living like because it's a crime what they pay fucking like cooks and shit and like dishwashers and like but you know the owners most of them would just keep that money for themselves but i just mean like yeah. i just wish there was a way for what it to are we like talking be about? fair are we talking about a, a family business here are we talking about the applebee's just every just everything in general like if you have to work that job it's not not a lot of profit and food so i mean yeah i know it's tough man you're right there is no got people that are working there that are just like whatever you know i know know, but i think if what liam's saying is that you may if you made it more of a reputable profession then then like the caliber of people you would get would be higher and those people would deserve the extra pay and because they'd be going the extra mile. Like if they took it super serious, right, Liam? Right? They is have that kind places of places like that? Yeah, they but do. it's few like and far fine between. Dining, you make more. It, it's you're right. It's just like I don't know. I guess I'm kind of just speaking. It's something that's like it, it's kind of that's a hard. Thing. I know it's a lot of customer service. It's a lot of dealing with people. Uh, it's like a, it's a lot of it's a whole bunch of shit. You got to be good at a whole bunch of things to be mm-hmm. able to do that because you got to deal with yeah. people yeah. and like bust your ass in certain moments and then yeah. deal with people in that moment. And you're like, I'm carrying 16 plates. You want me to get you a fork? Oh, okay, hold on. Yeah, and it's like yeah. the worst hours. I'll stab you. Like the yeah. least amount of money. Yeah, <laughs> make two sixty five an hour, and it's not nothing's guaranteed. And also, you don't get servers or cooks. There's no PTO, but uh, cooks are guaranteed. But for servers too, like you're, dude, you got to eat a lot of shit, and you know there's and people are just rude. Like I like Grams, you're kind of lucky because you can tell people Grams to go fuck off, and they, you know what I well, mean. Well, bar is different than a restaurant. Yeah, true. Well, but Tom, like, yeah, you're a bartender, right? Yeah. yeah. And well, bartenders yeah, bartending do have is more like, of a yeah, that's more of a, a profession like people take seriously, I think. Yeah, that's the job. Bartender, I mean, that's the highest paying job in restaurants, is it yeah. not? In the service industry, I believe sure. so. Yeah, and, it, and I, it's but it's you're right. And I think, but 
that and it does have a reputation of like dude it's, depends, you know. i mean some sh- i mean if you're a chef you know yeah, yeah. if you're fucking so there's Gordon people Ramsey. who are like yeah people who are like naturally gifts because there's people who are just like naturally gifted at like being like a chef and cook and everything they're just like born good at it shit and you watch them they excel but they don't work at a regular place you know what i mean they work at like you know, william penn Inn or fucking yeah someplace that looked upscale or uh, uh, you i don't know, know. And i'm not trying but like you're right i don't know shit actually <laughs> i was true. gonna say as far as a chef goes <laughs> i don't think you're born knowing it you know you have to learn it it's like it's you're, years you're saying years tim the cook wasn't born to be a chef <laughs> tim, tim the, the cook, cook? That, see, that's what I'm talking about. How much are you going to pay people like Tim to cook? No, nah, you cook? Dude, I pay, right. I pay I, him not I'll to admit, cook my I'm talking board. out my ass. Pay I don't ass. know shit about fucking no, like, don't get me wrong. restaurant Everyone, industry. And like, yeah. I'd like to, you know, you know, I, w- I used to work at Wawa, third shift mm-hmm. when we first moved down to Manion. Uh, third shift, so 11 to 7, was making seven fifty an hour. Oh, uh, jeez. Taxed. Uh, you know I mean? So that's like... Uh, you're making nothing. And is for what Wawa is making, you know what I mean? You think about maybe they could pay, but then, you know, there's a, there's like a balance there. Like you, it's you, hard to say because you know the business has to stay open, and yeah, it was helping yeah. me pay the rent, and whatever. I know it's not seven; it's like fifteen an hour now or whatever it is. But so, it's just like you're there, right. There's a balance there. If you can find, if you the, the key, I guess, would be is to find a quality worker that is looking to to grow with the business and say hey look if you had an owner that was saying i want to help you get to your goal of what you want to make what mm-hmm. we want to make let's try to work out a deal where you're making a certain amount and what you put into it you're going to get out of it that's what i mean would be the ideal situation in a in a kitchen or something like that because they're not turning a ton of profit in the kitchen but if you have a great kitchen and you sell alcohol it'll bring people in and then you can sell the alcohol and you know, you're getting that higher volume where you can make a profit. So then everyone's getting paid, you know? Yeah. So yeah, it's mm-hmm. tough, but you got to have people like, and everyone gets tired of their fucking job. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever job it is, you're like, Oh fuck, I don't feel like doing this today. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I would agree. I would agree. It's definitely a racket, dude. Like I couldn't imagine being a restaurant. That's gotta be like the toughest business there is you, you're right it's like the margins are so small no pto either yeah no PTO. It's, that's tough it's tough There's so PTO. much waste pto is the best I, thing that's ever been invented anytime i sit in a restaurant I'm like, how do you plan out how much food to buy how do you know how many cheeseburgers to, you know what i mean like how do you know you price it by you do it uh, well, it, usually yeah we don't have to get into that but like, i'm <laughs> okay. just saying like yeah yeah it's i'm, I'm like I'm that's crazy you. well so, you gotta be able to use everything so that yeah. if you get a bunch mm-hmm. of hamburger meat and it's yeah, like, okay, turn it into chili, turn, turn it into, into chili or turn it into, you know, shepherd's pie or whatever the hell it yeah. is you want to turn it into. Yeah. And, and you make something else with it, you know, a ragu or whatever. Yeah. Waste not, want not. True. Right? Very true. That's where they make, you know, and then they make all their own stuff in the kitchen. But whatever. We're getting That's, into. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> so let's keep it moving then. So you would, do, you, Liam. would do a number. <laughs> you do a number of years. Uh, working in restaurants and bouncing in between mm-hmm. the electrical work with uh, Ziegler's dad. And then mm-hmm. eventually you would like, you would kind of have a come to Jesus meeting. Right. And that's when you would kind of start down the road to where you're at now. Right. You would 
you know, like you did all your, your stuff and you're working in restaurants and you're back and mm-hmm. forth with the electrical thing. And you kind of wanted something in like a technical aspect, like a trade kind of gimmick. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So then you would graduate, like you eventually have your come to Jesus meeting and you would start working at like a machine shop and trying to hone a trade. Right. So how did this, how did you get in there? What was your daily stuff like? And, and what, and how'd you like it? So the way I got to the machine shop, the way I even ended up there was uh, like the most important thing that's ever happened to me in my life happened is I ended up having a daughter, Yeah, you know, and without getting too deep into it, because like, I think it's important to take the high road at a time like this. Yeah. uh, her mom's not in the picture. I've had full custody, full physical, full legal custody since she was one years old. Yeah. So, and she's at seven? that point, she yeah, she's seven now. God bless you. Man. So, so at that point, I have full. So, some judge decided to give me full physical and full legal custody of a child. That's what that I was say. a good idea. The judges are what is Madness. the problem with this country? <laughs> yeah, dude. So, I'm like. You know what I mean? Like I I knew when she was born, I wanted to be better, but like, you know, at that point, I, you know what I mean? Like I have full custody. Who's helping you? She's one. My family was, my family was a huge help. You know, like my mother lives close. My, uh, my aunt lives close. Uh, my brother was a big help. My sister has been a big help. And they all, but they also wanted to see you succeed and kind of help you with your come to Jesus meeting as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. They wanted to see you start doing better and living a cleaner life. Right. Yeah. So at that point, everyone's doing these days. Yeah. So so at that point, like Matt said, dude, nothing wrong with it. You work whatever job you have to work, you know, but I'm, I'm, I'm working my ass off. I'm working too many hours. Not making, what what were you doing though at the machine shop? At the, Oh no oh, no! They, I okay. I, I was I was at Primo Hoagies and I just wasn't making enough. Okay. And right. just so then I'm like, okay, dude. Like I drove by. They had the sign out front saying that you know they were having like the job fair and everything. And I'm like, you know, there's got to be a change. I gotta get like benefits and everything and like because at that point, yeah, at that point, you know what I mean. Like Layla's on state funded insurance and everything, and yeah. I'm like, dude, you know what I mean. Like we're not doing. You know, like I'm not, yeah. I, I, I just, You're not it, gonna it raise has, it I have way. to keep moving. Yeah. I just have to keep moving up like one way or another. So I went in there and like, there was a lot of people there and they, they did hire a lot of people. I waited all day. Like I got in, they gave me an interview and they're like, we don't think this job's a good fit for you. Blah, blah, blah. They're like, but we do have another position that wasn't posted that we think you'd be a good fit for. So I'm like, Oh, thank God. So they bring me there. And the job is a bitch, dude. It's like they, it's a, it's a big machine shop and they have all these CNC machines. And when they like, after the CNC machines are done making whatever they make, they're like lathes and drill presses, all this stuff, all the metal shavings get collected into these bins and there's like cutting oil on the bins. So you have to collect all that stuff, dump them into drums and everything. Then you gotta, then you gotta haul them back to this machine it's called a chip spinner you dump it's it's aluminum steel brass uh that's pretty much it aluminum steel brass you dump them in the you dump them in the hopper you drain the hopper you put it in a spinner this thing you turn it on it's 
the spinner does exactly what it sounds like, spins <laughs> the chips, and it, it pulls all the oil off of the chips. And then you have dry aluminum. So you dump it out into another hopper, the dry hopper, and then you're just shoveling the aluminum, steel, whatever, and Jesus. you're filling it up into bigger containers. And then you just use a tamper to tamp it down. And they're probably like, all together, you fill them up, they're like 300, 400 pounds. Some of them are heavier. And you just pick them up, you put them on the, you put them on the hand truck, you pull them into the, you got an empty shipping container in the back, like a, you know, that like a truck can take away. And you fill that up when it's filled, you tell the manager or you tell your supervisor, he calls the scrapyard, they come pick it up. So I'm doing that for like weeks. After like two weeks, I'm just like laying in, my, laying on the couch, like every muscle is completely like destroyed. And you have heavy. a That's young, you're doing for eight hours, dude. And, and you have a young kid at this time too, right? Like yeah. Layla's yeah. like, so you have a fucking yeah. infant that you're dealing with while you're fucking uh -huh. breaking your back, working, fucking shucking aluminum right yeah. so okay but, so you're doing this for weeks and weeks and weeks go ahead mm -hmm. but i'll make a better money whatever it's worth it and you so get then, your pennies and all that right yeah exactly so then the site electrician is looking for he needs a helper and he's looking through all the applications and everything and he's like you have he's like do you have uh you know electrical you have experience with electrical blah blah, blah. so i'm like yeah sure he's like all right. So he takes me back to the material, like where they keep all the material for everything. And he's like, go find me this, go find me this. And he says, go find me like a Romex connector, go find me an MC connector, go find me a three quarter set crew, set screw EMT connector. And then, you know what I mean? I bring him back like the stuff because I know what it all is. And then he's like, you got to be fucking kidding me, dude. You know what I mean? Because he's mad because he's been asking for help for all these weeks. And he knows I'm sitting up there just shoveling shit all day. He's yeah. like, you gotta be good. So ever since then, then they call me in and they're like, all right, you're going with Dave from now on. You're going to be his helper. I'm like, I love you, yeah. Dave. Dave, yeah. I love yeah. you. Yeah, fuck yeah. Which Dave, Dave, I will say, shout, yeah, shout out to Dave is right. Shout out Dave Benzak. Dude, I learned in two years and change, I worked for him. We started doing like CNC install and everything. And I was running conduit and we were running, uh, like black iron pipe and everything for forced air. We did some plumbing and we even rigged some of the machines too. And uh, like he, I learned more from him in two and a half years than I've learned in my entire life. You know, like he, he put me on the track, like he put me where I needed to be. And like, long story short, I worked there for a little while. Uh, what a dude, what a yeah, guy. What a real dude, fucking that guy. Awesome. Dude. I still talk to him. He he's a good friend. It, we we like make the joke that like I'm his son brother because he's like he's only like a year or two older than me, but he's like my mentor. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Hey. So he's like, but uh, you know, like he he showed me all that stuff, dude. He got me in. He he got me like better pay and everything. Oh. He just he just put me in like a good position where like now I have the experience. Now I can do the work and everything. Like I I have all the tools and whatnot. He just and, honestly, it sounds like like, dude, you were you were really in the dumps. Right. And then like you had this come to Jesus with your daughter and you're like, I got to be better for her. You get full custody of her, if, you know, physical and legal. And then you're trying to find a better job. You're legit shoveling shit for fucking months and you're uh, breaking your back and you have a, a fucking toddler at home and you needed like 
you know, I like, I think this was like a thing, like you needed to break, you deserved a fucking break. So this guy coming in and like being this good to you and, and teaching you all this stuff and, and helping you get a bump and like, you know, like just helping you like, you know, improve your life and improve your station, man. He was a fucking, you know, an angel sent to you when you needed him the most, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the shout out to him. That's a great fucking thing. So you're there, you're really like, you're really honing your craft. You're getting your stuff. Would you start going to HVAC school and stuff at this time too? That was, that was earlier. I took those classes where like I, I ran into like Bach and everything. Okay. That was when I was younger. Cause like I was still dabbling in like, uh, you know, like residential work and everything. Yeah, so I saw yeah. him like at the trade school and whatnot. But at that point, you know, I was just pretty much working there and trying to be, you know, the best dad that I could. Yeah. But like, as I got to like my end there, uh like there started to just be like a lot of friction and a lot of clashing going on like a lot of honestly a lot of like stupid politics like inside the company and like somebody in a position of power hired a family member and put them in a higher (sighs) position like in our department and it kind of leapfrogged somebody who it kind of leapfrogged like the guy i was just talking about who should have been the facility supervisor honestly already at that point yeah and they kind of they kind of like i mean they kind of passed him over and i really don't think they should have and yeah you know so like then you know it just became like really i i wasn't involved in any of it but i feel like i just kind of like got lost in you know like with all that going on they're all at each other's throats or every day you're like wait for somebody to just start yelling at each other and everything and I asked them, you know, like we had my review and they're like, we'll give you a dollar, another dollar an hour. Now we'll give you another dollar in six months, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, okay, six months goes by. I, I wanted the dollar. And, uh, you know, like I asked them about it and they're like, yeah, sure. Uh, we'll, we'll set up, set it up with HR, blah, blah, blah. Two weeks goes by, nothing happens. And I asked like, Hey man, what's up with, uh, uh I got like, are we going to go meet up with HR or what, what are we going to do? And, you know? And he's like, uh, yeah. So, so he's just like, you know what I mean? He's just he kind keeps, of blowing me keeps off. Blowing you off. Yeah. 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 So I went online and just like paid a couple bucks on like resumebuilder.com and just had them build me Fuck up a yeah. resume. Fuck yeah. Like with that. Yeah. Like with my experience and everything, sent it out and a, uh, a facility maintenance company based out of Philly sends me an email back. Well, they did, uh, like a couple places did. I actually got like a couple interviews, like a, a retirement home did. Uh, nice. The facility maintenance place and a uh, plan learn. You, is that the one? There's like a bunch learn? of them around yeah. here. Okay. Yeah, it's like a, it's like yeah, a, yeah. another. It's like a kinder like, care. Exactly. Yeah. So, and they needed like a maintenance guy to do like this area or whatever. So I took their interview and it was good. And I was like, okay, cool. Now I have something to go back in with and say, you know, like, give me my dollar or I'm bouncing, you know? Yeah. But during that time, since I, since I used the resume builder and I went on Glassdoor and just, once you build the resume, then you can just do like quick apply, quick apply, quick apply, just hit all of them. Nice. And then the facility maintenance company, they hit me up and said like, I see the companies in Philly and I'm like, ah, man, I don't know if I want to go to Philly every day. And he's like, Hey, I'm the lead mechanic over here, blah, blah, blah. We're at a local pharmaceutical company. And then he gives me the address and it's fucking in North Wales. Oh, you know? 
So, and so it's I'm right like, by where you live, right? Yeah. Oh. yeah. So I'm like, dude, awesome. Dude, you know what? Like, this is something like you had a bunch of, you had bad things that were happening to you when you were doing bad things and you weren't taking care of yourself. You own mm -hmm. up, you clean up your shit. You realize like you have to start doing the right things, not just for you, but for your daughter and you're working hard and you're doing the right things. And when you do the right things and good things and you're a good person, I believe that good things should happen to you. And this was just like another fucking blessing that you deserve, man. And I'm just so happy to see that you got that. And so you, you, you it, like, dude, that is legit the fucking dream though. Right. Like, dude, mm -hmm. that's like, that is best case scenario that you like, you probably never thought that would happen in, in your wildest dreams. Like, Oh no, no. I can never get in here. And cause dude, that's a career job. You're like, mm. you legit have a career job now and you're in a profession where you're making, you're making good. And like, you can take care of your kid and like, you can mm -hmm. be safe and you have your 401k and you can, you can go on vacation and, and all that stuff that you net like, dude, I remember thinking like this, like, let's say like six years ago, I had no idea that any of this would be possible. Right. Like yeah. I'd be working, like I'd be fucking just breaking my back for the rest of my fucking life. And I was like content with that. And then, you know, like some people show you like a different way to do things and like, a, like a whole new world that I didn't like, you know, like I was the same way as you like barely graduated high school. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't think I could cut it in a corporate world or an office world or anything like that. I'm not saying like I, I am, but you know, like you, like, it just goes to show, like, just like try and do your best and, and fucking learn and, and just keep going and bet on yourself, man, dude, I'm fucking mm -hmm. so happy to see that. So you're, you're working for like an HVAC company. Now you're contracted out to like well, at, a, at a location, right. Or, okay. How's it go? Yeah. They're, they're facility maintenance. I work on a lot of HVAC equipment mainly. Yeah. But, uh, but, oh, so it's know, the like, whole facility then. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so because it's a means, pharmaceutical, do you specialize in like, like pharmaceutical equipment or is that a whole nother department that will have to deal with like the, the manufacturing that, of the pharmaceutical stuff? Yeah. So that's kind of like what the buildings I work in are research and development labs. Okay. And they do have like special instruments in there and everything, but nice. I'm more, I'm more responsible for like the facility side of it. Meaning if it's pretty much, if it's attached to the building or it comes from the building, then we're responsible for it. But if it's okay. like an instrument or like an incubator or like a, you know, yeah. like a nitrogen freezer or something, yeah. they, they have, have like, guys for yeah, that. they have techs for that and everything. And yeah, you know, that kind of stuff. So like nice. what I work on is like, uh, we have two air handlers in my building. Uh, we have two, two boilers for heating hot water we have a boiler for steam we have like a steam generator boiler for like humidity you know what i mean like if you're you, running uh, the heat all I, the time can i ask you who does your equipment breakdown insurance do you know i do not know the answer to that do you, yeah i don't i don't write does, i don't cut the po's or anything well i'm like saying that. like yeah. does, does hsb do your boiler inspections no uh our boiler inspections uh is it chubb no, Cleaver Brooks does all. Oh, um, fuck off, Cleaver Brooks. Yeah. Uh, oh no, Cleaver Brooks makes yeah, them. Fuck off, uh, Cleaver Brooks. It's, uh, oh, Cleaver Brooks Cleaver is Brooks the boiler is manufacturer. Good, yeah, you don't yeah, fucking um, know Cleaver. Cleaver Brooks. Cleaver Brooks is good. They, they love started, Butterfingers they started and clean, the living. clean living. The train. <laughs> they should <laughs> no, call it Cleaner Brooks. Yeah. Cleaner no. Brooks. Do you know who does your boiler inspections or no? uh that's what train, like train train does our chillers uh it's all right it's off topic so okay. 
let's get back to it then <laughs> i i interrupted you so you're working here and like you have a bunch of stuff so kind of like the you have the air handlers the boilers and all that stuff mm-hmm. what is a day in the life like for you now at your current job okay day in the life i get there first thing you do is you got to turn your laptop on check your email make sure there isn't like some like emergency email there saying like you know there's a leak over here in this building somebody get the hell over here this yeah. failed overnight get on this now because like that's third shift like if something happens then you know they'll write you up a work order and you got to jump on that right away especially if it's something that yeah is like you know if it's cold out and it's part of the you part of your hvac system you need to get on that shit right away yeah but, but you guys too like because you're in research and development there's times where they're doing research where they have to have like temperature controlled environments, right? Like your shit has to be fucking right. Right. So what's more important actually, actually is the airflow. Okay. Like they have to have our air handlers have to be a hundred percent outside air, meaning the air can't be recycled. Like there is no return, you know, like how most, most like air handlers, most. Yeah. Like, so you have the hundred percent outside air comes in, they temper it, either you heat it or you cool it down to wherever you need. There's coils yeah. throughout the building to temper it more for whatever, depending on how you have your thermostat set or whatever. Yeah. But the, you need to have 100% outside air coming in all the time. Then instead of a return, you have exhaust fans everywhere too. So your return is the air comes back out of the building and then you're just, so you're constantly bringing in fresh air and you're constantly taking out air. So that, you need a lot of energy to heat when you know what i mean you're blowing yeah. the heat in and just sucking it right back out Jesus. so it, dude that's so do you know the reason why they they can't have recycled air like because it, because they're working in labs they're working with stuff that could be potentially hazardous yeah. now oh, they have fuck. yeah they have fume hoods and everything that they work under and those exhaust fans obviously have to be in tip-top shape all the time yeah but like say they spill something like that that air still has to be you know what I mean? Like there still has to be constant flow of fresh air. Uh, Damn. But so, usually okay, we, so go ahead. usually we, usually everything's repetitive though. You know what I mean? Like you have exhaust fans, but you have like, you know, a lead exhaust fan and a lag exhaust fan. Yeah. So like one goes down, the other kicks on until okay. you fix the other one. Okay. You know, same with everything has like a contingency. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So that's why if a boiler goes down, yeah. you have the other one, you turn that yeah. one up, you work on the other. It's actually awesome. Like it oh, com- so from- interesting, right? Yeah, coming from where I came from, you know what I mean? Like something broke, you had to fix it. You only had one of them, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. having always having a backup is fucking incredible. Dude, you know what I mean? Because then you're not behind the eight ball. Like something breaks, you just fix it. Just do a good job. Don't be lazy. Just fucking you know what i mean like get on it get it fixed and you're good yeah dude i was looking at a house this weekend that and i had like an inspector there and we were talking about the hvac unit and he was explaining Mm -hmm. to me how it works and i was like this is fucking fascinating that someone fucking thought of this Mm -hmm. right like this is like alien technology that someone fucking thought of because this is fucking genius you know what I mean? Because like the way he explained it to me, for those like a home HVAC unit, and this is for like an older unit, but legit the coil, the only difference is like in the, when it's hot, the coil heats up. And when it's not, it fucking goes reverse, right? Like it's just yeah, one way that's or the what other. Split system is. Yeah. Yep. Like the Freon, yeah. it goes in. And then if it's not, it goes out. 
and that's it mm-hmm. right and like it's either like i just thought i was like that's just so fucking like whoever thought of that is so fucking smart right like it's the same Pretty thing much. that does engineers both. do be smart as shit you they're know fucking mean? engineers smart. are fucking smart dude. but now you're working on those like machines and like you know it seems to like you take pride in the work that you do now you know what i mean because you're contributing to like you're contributing to helping people like create medicine and i know big pharma gets their fucking they're they're getting their fucking money but you're helping also like you know what if someone in your lab discovers something big that can really help people and you're i mean they you had to help with that and it's and it's all because of like you know they can't do it without you and that's an important thing and you should know that you mm -hmm. know what i mean like you should take pride in what you're doing because it's you're curing cancer liam yeah Yeah. well i was just about to say they're (laughs) Their big, their big drug right now is a cancer drug. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, uh, listen, I, we don't have to get into all that. Like, however you feel about it, whatever. I kind of land in the middle for pretty much everything. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not. Uh, I'm not where's this going? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. No, just like, you know, some <laughs> people think like, you know, you, big pharma is the devil and blah, blah, yeah. blah. They do this. They're controlling us. So it's just. Because with everything that's going on right now, we're not sure. going to talk about it because I'm just saying like the way I feel about normally something like that, like people, people get like worked up about certain things. Yeah. But dude, uh, fucking everybody's got to work, right? That place yeah. is going to be there no matter what. Yeah. They need mechanics, you know, like. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that place, right? Yeah. You know, like there's nothing. They have a secret ape lab. Yeah, I don't know. Ooh. Not at this. Ooh. Not at our place. Not There's at a secret uh, goat farm. I've heard all kinds of wild stories. You know the There's something going on that Liam's you seen the not giant kookle ball. <laughs> what happened to that seven-year-old kid that was at the camp with you? <laughs> <laughs> Where did all these kids go that were in those orange jumpsuits, Liam? So oh, man. remember they would put them in the in Breaking Bad. They put a fucking people in like the vats of acid and stuff to get rid of people. Oh, and like the rubber tubs or whatever yeah dude oh, yeah I'm, you could definitely make some shit there i remember you told how many me dead a... bodies have you had to get rid of at work <laughs> <laughs> i plead the physio <laughs> i remember you told me liam when you were at uh when you were at camp adams is that like mm-hmm. you're like because you like you're you know you're and i'm not trying to down you but you've admitted saying like you're not like i know all these north wales guys they try to be fucking johnny tough guy and you've said like i'm not johnny fucking tough guy i'm no. fucking liam right and no, like it's it. don't worry man you're not it's no secret you know you look like <laughs> but you're not trying to be either right because there's guys that are trying to be fucking johnny tough guy and they're not and you but i remember you did tell me the story of when you were at camp adams and someone tried to to punk you and you had to fight them, even though you didn't want to, right? Yeah. You just had Same to, deal. otherwise they're like just going to take your away. You know, Cabot, Cabot yeah. was there. What was he doing? It's Cabot. even, it's even, it's <laughs> even worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cabot. Cabot, was like, yeah Cabot, Cabot was up for a visit. Cabot yeah. was up for a visit. <laughs> it's like you're going to fight someone here. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, it, it was the same thing, but it, in but when you're there, it's like it's like intensified, even though, dude, it's, it's like even men, worse, it? you it's know, all, or all boys, right? Yeah, not only that, it's all dudes are like fucking about that, you know what I mean? Like they love that shit. Yeah. They like everybody's yeah. got to be fucking Johnny Tough guy up there, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And they love nothing more than watching people fight each other and everything. So you kind of it, and you're working out you all the do, time, you know? and yeah, yeah, but like. You can't be otherwise they're gonna take your food and fuck with you and all yeah. that shit. Yeah. yeah. Just uh, make sure 
So how was the food? How was the food there? Uh, as bad as you think it is, it's as bad as it was. Oh, oh man. man. You yeah. know what? Someone told me about, uh, did I have this? Did I bring this up on a, uh, a pop-in? But this guy was at the bar the other day. Like, this is a couple months ago. And so mm-hmm. he's like, they're playing bago outside or cornhole, whatever you call it. And he's like, yo, yeah, man, I, I want a, uh, I want a tournament upstate. You know, I was upstate. And I'm like, oh, really? And he's like, yeah, yeah. I was like, they let you play, like, you playing this in jail? And he's like, yeah, man, we cor- we play cornhole in jail. I was like, I don't know how many people you want to tell that, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. cornhole in jail. But I was like, I was like, wow, so you're having cornhole tournaments up in jail? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, oh. And he's like, yeah, the winner would get, like, we went, we won hoagies for the, for the, for our block. And I was like, oh man, you want hoagies? That's pretty sweet. He's like, nah, jail hoagies aren't that good. You know? And I'm like, oh <laughs> yeah, I guess they're not that good. And so then he's saying, and the worst thing is, and I never thought of it, but it has to, it, he said, and then you get the jail farts. <laughs> oh, God. like the jail farts. We had, I didn't uh, know that was a thing. We had, uh, can you imagine me locked in a cell? With well, some other dude that just had a jailhouse hoagie. God, well, dude, imagine, no. imagine this, Tom. Oh. We had former guest of the show, friend of the show, Eddie Rappo, right? Uh, Eddie Rappo was convicted of second degree manslaughter. And when he was on the show, he would tell us that when he was in lockup, he was in killer shape. And I saw him right when he got out. He was fucking just absolutely the best shape. And I was like, well, what were you doing? And he was eating clean, clean living. He would, he worked in the kitchen every day. He would wake up and he would have 32 egg whites, but they didn't have the egg whites separated. He would have to take the eggs and he'd have to separate the the yellows from the whites out of 32 eggs. He would call yolks, Matt. (laughs) Yeah. The yolks on me, huh? So he would take the yolks. So he took the yellows. Yeah. He took the yolks and he would have to separate that from 32 eggs. He'd make himself an omelet. And then for a snack, he's just eating cans of beans, like red kidney beans or whatever. And like all he ate was protein. And I had that. I asked him, I was like, dude, like, I'm not trying to be crass, but you're fucking like, you must have just stunk. And he's like, oh, the guards, because he's like, my celly was the same way. He's like, the guards wouldn't even come near our cell sometimes because it just smelled so fucking bad. (laughs) And I was like, Jesus Christ, I can't even imagine. Oh, did you, did Tim the did Tim the cook ever tell you the story about the roast beef when he was in prison? Yeah, Tim the cook told a lot of stories, but yes. <laughs> you want to hear this fucking story about prison food? So Tim the cook, shout out, fan of the show, listener of the show, uh, Uncle Timmy, uh, his one of his nephews is gonna be on the show in a couple weeks. Um, <laughs> but uh he uh he was he was away and he was working in the kitchen, right? And they were cooking a roast beef. And one of the cooks, right, cooked the roast beef for a little bit, took it out, cut a slit in it. <laughs> no way. And That's where I thought this was going. And fuck the roast beef. Exactly. But to not Fucking be, beef curtains, dude. To Fucking. not to not <laughs> to not be a bitch. If you saw it, you all had to do it. Otherwise, you're a bitch. So he fucking, they had to do it. Ran and a they, train on this roast beef? Ran a train on the roast what? beef? What? And train then that beef. And then like he was did, anyone, cut, did everyone get their own slit at least? And then they You know cut, what I mean? I'd be like, all right, I'm cutting another hole though. Yeah, yeah, yeah seriously. Be, that's what I would do. But, I'll last. Yeah. 
<laughs> Who's hungry? Uh, but then he's like, but then they talk served, about Ajou. But then they served it. They finished cooking it oh, and served it. Dude, that's that's horrendous. So like that's... he was telling his boys, like, dude, don't don't get the roast beef today. Stick to the fucking turkey or whatever. And they're just but, watching yeah. people eat it. Oh my god, eat clean dude. today. <sighs> eat clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clean today. Oh man, you eating clean Did, uh... today. I worked at a CNC machine. Did they ever bring in like precious metals for like CNC jobs at your place? Very good idea. Because the same people, we had the same position at at our place. Oh, like like titanium? Yeah. Sometimes they would use titanium. Yeah. And the guys would come in with like it handcuffed and shit to them. And they, any of the, any of the pieces that came off, because normally we'd have a guy who would do the same thing, come around, clean up all the spirals and shit. Mm. And he'd sweep, but like the day those guys came, they would come in with it handcuffed. They yeah. would uh, drill out the pieces. They would they would collect all of the shavings and like weigh mm-hmm. it back before they would leave the shop. Yeah. They would have like if they came in with sixteen pounds of titanium, they left with sixteen pounds of titanium. Yeah. Oh wow. And like if pieces were like you know what I mean, like no like even fragments of like what came off would go missing. And would if it mm. did, they were fucking raising. If it hell. did, they were finding it. Yeah, like if oh, they were wow. leaving with a different weight. Is it that expensive? The titanium? Oh, it's like eleven thousand dollars a. a, a a pound or like even less than that like it was crazy wow expensive. that's crazy they would have platinum not platinum yeah i guess titanium was the most common carbon yeah. fiber sometimes nah, plat- platinum was good plat- platinum yeah, they, they would have platinum cost yeah. a lot it didn't look like Bre- platinum like it wasn't like shiny mm-hmm. like you thought it would be like i remember seeing it going that's like a break of platinum so uh, like tungsten is that is that one tungsten is like Could that be. really heavy yeah. uh steel, steel. yeah it's yep. like that. I got a Baca tungsten steel uh, knife with a uh, deer antler handle. Yeah, that's for, what they would use it for, not for, to for make civil knives for Civil War reenactment. I bought him one. I was like, "You need this because you're gonna fight them Rebs. You need a good knife." Did so tungsten? Uh, did they have tungsten back in the Civil War? Tungsten steel? They had it at the uh, they had it at the you know the gift shop at the Civil War tent <laughs> battlefield. So there you go. Um, so either way, let's keep it on moving on down the road. So we're coming to the top of time, but there's something I wanted to talk about before we get out of here, Lashmish. Uh, something I did not know, but I found out, and you and Burn are going to start rubbing dicks, baby, because you guys are liking the same shit. So tell you guys me about- are going to be fucking the roast beef together. <laughs> did did <laughs> someone say rubbing dicks? <laughs> So talk to me about the uh, the comic books. What do you got going on, babe? You're oh, geez, uh, you're, a com- you're the comic king. Is that what's going down in China? I'm not. I'm no king. There's there's people that have like ridiculous collections and everything. But you're I mean, comics I, guy, right? Yeah. So Go ahead. when I was younger, it's like the that's like the one thing that I will like that I look back fondly on that like my father gave. You know what I mean? Like when I was young, like before I like really lost yeah. touch with them. Like yeah. when my mom came up here and like, yeah. you know, every once in a while we visit for like the weekend or whatever. Yeah. And you hated and, like, it. One time. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, <pretty> much. <laughs> yeah. But the one time I went like to his apartment on a weekend and he has this like white box, Okay, you know, and yeah. inside is a bunch of comics, like in the plastic and everything, with the cardboard back and whatnot. Yeah. And he gave me it. And like, really, at that point, I was like eight, and I'm like, yeah, whatever. I just like throw it on the ground. It just, and there it sat for like ever, you know. But then I got a little bit older, and I start cracking them open and like reading them and stuff. And I'm like, uh, this is fucking awesome. I love this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So 
I got real into it when I was like, you know, probably like 12, 13. I started to really like it. And then, you know, put them down for a long time. But then like recently I've like re like, you know what I mean? Like I've rediscovered like my yeah. love for like comic books and everything. Yeah. Like, you know, cause like comic books kind of were like, it was lame if you read comics for a long time. And then all of a sudden they put out like Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man movies and like X-Men and everything. Yeah. Then it was like cool. Then like, then it was like, okay to like Marvel again. And now it's fucking huge. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Marvel studios and DC and like now the shit's huge, but like, so probably in like the last, let's see, well, it was seven now. So like in the last 10 years or so, I like really got back into it again. And like, I need another bookcase. It's fucking full now. I got wow. I got I got books underneath the entertainment center here. I got some under here. And just like, you know, like uh I just fucking love reading them, you know. And like when I I will say like it's just something I use as like it's like a it's like the perfect escape. You know what I mean? Like I won't yeah. fucking hurt nobody with it. I won't I'm not gonna lose my we're not going to lose our place to live. You know what I mean? The lights yeah. aren't going to get shut off or anything. And like, I can just escape. It has nothing to do with any of the responsibilities I have or anything, you know, so I can just open it up and I fucking love reading, dude. You know, can I you have a favorite, uh, superhero? My favorite is probably Wolverine. Wolverine yeah. and Spider-Man are like up at the top. Yeah. Daredevil is up there. Can, can, yeah can i ask you this liam so sure i've been accused of my dad was big into boxing so i've been accused of like you know liking boxing because it is like a pseudo way of, of remaining like a connection with my dad right or because my dad liked it kind of thing and it was just like a way i could stay connected to him in a way do you think that and i remember we talked to the zeblums and they're big into fishing and one of the reasons they are or that it came up is that because when they did hang out with their dad, even though he had gone away upstate and things like that, when they would come back, mm -hmm. they would always go fishing. Right. So now they still love fishing to this day. And honestly, I think it's because of the connection that they had with their dad. Do you think I know maybe you and your dad didn't have the best relationship, but in a way, do you think like this love of comics kind of like, you know, it gives you a fond memory of your dad? yeah like, if, I, if i have if i have nothing else from him you know like i have that i mean like, we are yeah. we are half of each of our parents so it makes yeah. sense that i would like something as much as he likes something you know what i mean yeah. like it just yeah. kind of yeah like just, i yeah i like i like getting drunk and screaming at children you know i took that from my father <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. yeah 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 no i i love it yeah <laughs> I love going but, blind and having seizures all the time. That's a, you know, my favorite thing. But yeah, but, man, I, I get what you're saying. Like if, if, if nothing else, I have that. Yeah. You know? So, it's but like, that's like your connection though. You know what I mean? Like, do you think like maybe you like it more because it's like you it kind of you remember him in a way when you're doing it? Like, does that ever cross your mind or no? Well, I, I think in the beginning, like probably when I was younger, like in, in my teens, I was probably like, just looking like at that point, you're pretty much just grasping at straws, but like, really like it just kind of that now I'm just so into it that yeah. I, I do believe that I would be into it no matter what at this yeah. point, but nice. you know, it's, yeah. 
it is something yeah yeah I, yeah I it's you. not nothing you're right it's not nothing yeah. so, but uh, it's that's not I'll the main reason yeah tom mm-hmm. what were you gonna say it's kind of a your thing with comic books how you were saying that like people uh you know it wasn't like something like <sighs> it, it wasn't as popular <laughs> to, uh, no. did you read the invincible so it's comic? kind of similar Sorry. to that it's like professional wrestling when we were younger like there was a certain point where it's almost like you're kind of like like a comic or like professional wrestling is like almost like a coming out of the closet like like mm. so like i remember watching professional wrestling but i never told people that i watched professional wrestling because it wasn't like perceived as cool like you weren't cool if you were watching well it was for wrestling. a time but then eventually yeah. it was like you kind of grow yes. grow out of it right no especially I'm in- before that before like before like stone cold and like stuff like that like you know in grade school like nobody was talking about professional wrestling like mm. there was a couple kids like it, there was only like Held a few on. and then all of a sudden it was like degeneration eggs like yeah like an nwo Dude. shirt this i'm like i was like oh man Austin, like, you watch wrestling too and yeah. so then it was like you found like all these people that like yeah. also liked it and it was almost like oh it's okay to you know yeah bret hart's awesome yeah I, i'm with Dude. you like yeah during the bret hart era not so many people were talking about it but then once you know yeah like you're saying dx nwo austin like all that came in then it's fucking dude how suck it is there anything cooler than suck it come on yeah i got two words for you but yeah go ahead lishmish no well i i like he's right there was like a there was like kind of like a like a dead time in between like you know like like hulk and and like uh macho man and ultimate warrior like it was huge then then it kind of died off for yeah. a little bit, and that then when bright. like the Attitude Era, like yeah. Monday Night Wars, and everything. First of all, let's not. That's put when it, on it like one wrestler it wasn't Brett's fault. The only reason people were watching were because of Brett. Well, do you know who the longest Conquer. reigning champion? The longest yes, reigning. Diesel. Uh, well, fuck, I know you know it, <laughs> fuck stick. But I was gonna tell them though it wasn't Brett, but the longest reigning champion of that era was Diesel. So if you're gonna put it on anybody for wwf at least but then when he goes to wcw and they you know nwo and flip the script and change the game but whatever that's fucking ruined so go ahead i didn't know, Leo. I didn't know he was the longest champion and i did not know he was he he had the longest time with the belt of the 1990s yeah no, i don't know if i would have even guessed him that's no one crazy. does no one does yeah so either way um but let's keep it moving so nice so yeah, man, no, that's fucking that's fucking great that you have the comics. And plus, too, like you need a hobby. Everyone needs a yeah, hobby. Yeah, you gotta have something, right? You gotta yeah. have something. And comics are fucking cool, man. And then, do you like, read obscure? Do you read mostly Marvel? Do you read any of like the like weird ones like image comics and stuff? Yeah, I mean, uh the so image does the walking dead, which is Ooh, those yeah, comics, dude. The walking dead, those books are fucking they made awesome, a book out of dude. that they're like this thick, there's the there's trades. four of them they're yeah. massive dude yeah dude the yeah four, my buddy the got four the, of them together yeah. yeah he waits till they come out he gets the trades the the invincible one is good i read the i get the umbrella academy they're not coming out now but the umbrella academy counter academy is pretty fucking mm-hmm. have you seen the, the show yeah the show's dude, awesome great show the comic's awesome too oh, five fucking love five cool dude, dude. the boys oh yeah, the, boys. Seen the boys on prime boys dude, is the really comic, good the comic is i have to hide it it's in a fucking closet like it can't be i can't leave it on the bookshelf because there's no way i could ever let layla like if she opened it up by accident that's how bad those comics were what dude they're fucking they're, they're that brutal they're, 
Yeah, they're like raunchy and gory and like they're fucked up, dude. I would those love. Are, I mean, are, like, I would love to like you, you, sh- you and Burn, because I don't know how to read a comic. I feel like I'm doing it wrong when I do it. <laughs> you, you know, you know, you, like, you know how to read. Well, no, I'm just saying, like, I feel like I'm not doing it right when I go, like, when I'm going through a comic. I'm like, am I getting it? Like, what am I like? I just don't think I'm doing it correctly. Like, what am I missing? So. But like I would love like you and Burn kind of give a crash course of like what to look for when you're going through a comic, you know, like that'd be a good mm-hmm. video. But also you and Burn a, and should... B B yeah. C <laughs> D duh. Yeah, yeah, duh. So uh no, but you guys, that's something we should look into of like maybe like you know, every once a month or something, you guys have like comic talk or nerd talk or whatever the mm-hmm. fuck you want. I mean, it's not nerd talk anymore. But yeah, comic talk wow, or something man. like that. But yeah, so nice. So, so are you finding yourself watching more anime pornography now? I do not, dude. I'll, t- I'll tell you that. Most people that like read comics, like watch Star Wars, all that stuff, like are into like, dude, I'm, anime like does nothing for me, dude. Yeah. It, like there's like anime and manga and it's like super popular, like in, you know what I mean? Like in that, I guess you would call it like geek culture or whatever, like yeah. but. It, i i just don't it's just not as good i don't think it's just to me yeah, it's like a waste of my time there's like so much yeah. material out there that like i want to read and watch whatever Lisa and it's Ann's like right i don't want to waste my time yeah you know why would you read it the other way mia khalifa's hanging out they go uh they people go right love to it. left people love it dude <laughs> read it the other way Is that it's not a joke no the manga comics they go right to left instead of left to right the pages why yeah, he's right. Because they're they from, Japan. from Japan. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But I will the say, side of the street. Do they really? So some of the they, Dora they did make. Dope, yo. <laughs> they did make anime for like the X Men. They made like an anime Blade. They made an anime Iron Man. They made like I'll watch that shit. And they have like some movies uh, on Netflix. Uh, hold on, uh, the porn anime they did for X Men. No. Oh, no. okay. You're talking no. about regular. No. Gotcha. Yeah. But I'm sure they do have porn for like every they character. Have, they, have, they have if porn it exists, for ever. Yes, yeah, there is porn must, of it. Yeah, yeah. There's probably yeah, a porn exactly. for this show that we don't know about. There's a working perspective porn. <laughs> yeah. yeah, jerking, jerking. The guy <laughs> jerking perspectives. <laughs> yeah, nice. So okay, so either way, we're coming to the top of time. I'll tell you what, man. Uh, you know, we're usually on the same page with this, and I know you'd be on the pop in. But I, I, you know, I, we would love to have you back on as a guest, Liam. If you'd be, if you'd be willing to come back on, I would be willing. We'd love to have you, man. This was a great fucking show. So, like I said, we're coming to the top of time. Before we get out of here, Lashmise, anything you want to say to the Lashmise fan base that's growing every day? You're gonna take over the Mozambique, you know, demo if Justin doesn't watch out. Shout out Mozambique. They, we we kind of covered it. Put your carts away, clean up your dog shit, and fucking don't park in handicap spots. Ooh, three things. That's three things. Dude. So that's little to ask. And yeah, it's not, you're right. It's not not asking for much. Yeah. Don't be a shitty person. Huh? Don't park there either. Even if you're handicapped, don't park in a handicap <laughs> spot. Nobody yeah. park in the handicap spot. Just leave them empty. <laughs> Empty spots. You're doing fine. You'll get a close spot. Yeah. 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 So nice. All right. Very cool. Thanks, Liam. Uh, Tom, Tom, terrific. Captain Jerkbeard, Tom Salam. Uh, what do you got to say to the fans before we get out of here? 
Um, I just want to say, keep eating healthy and uh, doing that clean living. You know, <laughs> everyone's doing it now, especially in high school. Yeah. And I feel Huge. like it's taken over. I'm so Sorry glad that over. the future is going to be clean yeah. with no partiers. And I, I just can't wait for this. This. I mean, there. Like, like healthy. I said, like I said, there'll always be partying and drugs. It's just you know they're not. It's not you know. I think that clean living is more popular now than it was when we were coming up. Like I said, so either way, uh, just right, said they weren't partying now because they're clean living. I said that clean living is way more popular now than it was when we were coming up. Right. So then maybe partying isn't as crazy. You know, I don't know. I feel like what I said was partying was a lot cooler than being clean living when we were coming up and now still is clean living is making making a comeback so Maybe either way justin jalen dub j dubski j Dubaruni, anything you want to say to the j dub faithful before we get out of here no, i mean this is really fun i'm really uh, it makes me really happy to see liam and yeah. he always makes me smile and i, I like it it's fun yeah, yeah. what no. matters to me is if you're funny and uh, i like liam because he's funny yeah yeah, yeah, and he's living clean, and that's great. So, yeah, this has been another episode of the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, coming today by Jalen Dub, Justin Richardson, Captain Jerkbeard, Tom Lavelle, and our guest today was the one and only Le Schmeezy, Liam Reese. You can find all our content and all our stuff on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can have us on Instagram at Working Perspectives Podcast, and you can join us on the Twitter and the TikTok at Working P Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workperspectives at gmail.com. And please like and subscribe, uh, you know, so you can like and subscribe so I stop asking. And then, yeah, just keep living clean like everyone's doing. This has been another episode of the Work Perspectives Podcast. Uh, thanks for listening. Stick around for the ad read. Thanks. See ya. Do you have a message or a story inside of you that you've been waiting to tell? Have you always dreamed of writing a book but are intimidated by the complexities of the book publishing world? Perhaps you want to use a book to launch your public speaking or consulting career. If so, please reach out to Scott and Bell Publishing, located right here in beautiful Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Scott and Bell Publishing handle all genres and authors with all experience levels. Scott & Bell Publishing gives authors 100% creative freedom and a higher royalty split. They can be found at www.skotbell.com. That's www.s is in Sam, K is in Kite, O is in October, B is in Tom, B is in Boy, E is in Edward, L is in Larry, L is in Larry.com. That's Scott and Bell Publishing, where the authors go.